0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 66 of We Podcast Then We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Maturo.
1: My deathly sickness is over.
0: I'm back. Welcome, everybody, to episode 66. We are recording here on Saturday, November 25th, 2017, two days after Thanksgiving, the day after Black Friday. And it's good to have you back. We missed you last week.
1: Yeah, dude, I actually listened to you guys' podcasts. Alan, thank you again for taking my place. I greatly appreciate that. And you know, like us, we're starting this off at 8.02 a.m.
0: 8.02 a.m., and I have found out before 8 a.m., I'm already being told mistakes that I made last week, so I want to go on record. <laughs> I want to go on record and print a, an audible retraction. I screwed up the singer from Stone Temple Pilots' name in a big way.
1: It's, I remember, I wasn't even going to mention to that's why I said before, but he said he wanted to say it out loud and admit his mistake. I don't even know how you pronounce his last name. Wylan. No, it was worse than that because I remember cringing when you said it. And I was like, "It's Scott Weiland." So, STP they got a new singer. I, Maybe I Weiland. You Let said song whatever you did, and it hurt me real bad. <laughs> so I just want to say, yeah, they got a new lead singer. I forget his name. I know they released a new song already on ninety three three premiered it, and he actually sounds a lot like Scott. So I think it's a solid pickup for STP. So. Oh, forgiven, my friend.
0: <laughs> We've got a jam-packed show for you, as usual. Slower in the news, but a lot of good conversations we're going to have today. Uh, we have our Open, which we're going to be talking about Black Friday and such. We have our Trivia, which is 1.5 to 1.5, first to 11, win by two. We have... Uh, our top three which is going to be in our music space there's no new releases in music to really talk about this week um but we do have our top three uh in the music space we'll get to that and then we're going to switch over to gaming go to movies tv and then lead it out with a quick comic story and our picks of the week sam really quick just want to throw a quick shout out, out there uh to our one of our favorite new listeners uh jerry sanford hey dude Thanks for listening. Shout out to you, buddy. We appreciate you, man. Uh, so we do have some really cool things coming up in the works that we really want to talk about. Specifically, bonus episodes. Uh, if you have, if you're late to the party, if you've just started listening to us recently, thank you first and foremost. We appreciate it. But. Since August, we've done two bonus episodes, so it's not so far back in our backlog if you want to go back and check it out. The first bonus episode we did was a, a sit-down interview at a Starbucks in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, with Serge oh, of boy. the Early November, uh, bass player of the Early November. We sat down with him and his guitar player, Joe Cipolla, for two hours. Two hours. And we actually probably talked for another hour outside of Easily. that. And that was... Very special and our first ever bonus episode that you can go back and listen to that entire interview uncut with trucks and planes and motorcycles motorcycles in the background and wind in the microphone. It was an awful authentic experience. <laughs> it really was. If, uh, if we want to say that. And then the second bonus episode we did was with the band Hailing Out of Michigan, Beta Camp. Uh, I was lucky enough to be able to interview them via Skype. We have that entire hour-long conversation available as another bonus episode. But we have a couple more bonus episodes coming up that we really want to tell you about. There are still two guests that we have confirmed, kind of, we're now in down dates, we can't wait to tell you about those, but confirmed guests and dates that we have coming up This Monday, the 27th of November, two days from now, Sam and I get to sit down on the phone and interview one of our favorite lead singers, uh, one of mine of all time, I'm sure Sam, one of yours too, uh, Danny Stevens, formerly of The Audition.
1: Who would have thunk it? I know. It's crazy. (laughs) It is. It it really is. I I can't believe that we actually have the opportunity to... I assume it'll be a Skype and other Skype interviews. So. Actually,
0: just he's going to call right oh, in, right oh, over cool, the phone. Perfect, why yeah. not hold it right up to the mic. <laughs> yeah, gave 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 him the phone number, and we got this going. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Really looking forward to that. I've listened to the audition since February of 2005. Don't ask.
1: I won't. Don't ask. I, I, I'm just that I know say that exact date. I, I just know how you are, and you're very particular, and you know things.
0: Don't even. <laughs> and the first song I ever heard was "You Made Me Conscious" off of a. Uh, Sample like a demo disc for that entire record label. Um, What was it? Fueled by Ramen, maybe? Um, Fueled
1: by Ramen. (laughs) I think they were on
0: the same record label as the Academy is, and that's where I got that demo. I think they were track two, and I put it on. I was just like, huh, yeah, what is I, this?
1: I figured. Yeah, Danny has a voice unlike yeah, the does. other musicians Very that unique. we listened
0: to yeah. back in the day. I had you listen to them in 2009 for the first time uh, on, the on the way home from LaSalle. On the way home from LaSalle, I drove I remember, you home.
1: In your old Alero. In my
0: old Alero, and we Rest put on use. their self-titled album. It was Love with a Motive, and when yeah. and, and you were hooked at that point. Yep. So we were lucky enough to see them with Eve 6 a couple years ago uh, on what would have been mm. one of their final tours. So I'm sure we're going to dive yeah, into that. I think
1: that. it was the final tour. Yeah,
0: and then now he's doing some solo stuff out there in Nashville, so we're super excited to catch up with Danny and do that. That's number one. That's the only firm date that we have, but other ones in the works, Dom Maggie from the band Vent, uh, we talked about their record two episodes ago, their EP, um, we're going to have da- Dom on in the same fashion as Surge, we're working out a time and a place right now, it looks like it's going to be on a Friday, Um and it's somewhere in the Jersey area, kind yeah. of same thing as
1: Surge. And it's you know Christmas is coming up, so yeah. it's tough to you know get the schedules right.
0: It is, and we're going to try and work that out pretty soon uh, to get Dom Maggi talking about what it's like to work at the lumberyard. As we've heard, he's the intern for the lumberyard. He's the <laughs> butter king. Uh, he's got his which, own band, which,
1: of- which I have to ask him because um, you know Ace kind of like on um, it's like the um, Instagram store. He kind of it's like quite you can ask like questions and yeah, have like yes, answers. So he's asking Dom like Prince. Or red hot chili peppers. So I, I wrote a couple down because I've been cracking up and I kind of agree with him on a couple, but there was one with Stevie Wonder. I think you got to take Stevie, but it, <laughs> it was pretty funny. So, so look I-
0: forward to that interview as well. We also have uh, the third and final one that we can actually talk about. Uh, it is confirmed, again, nailing down a date, is one of the funniest men we have ever seen live stand up comedian, John DeCrosta.
1: I, I wasn't as lucky enough. You, you saw him, I believe, a few times. I was only probably able to 10 see him or fifteen that one time, and <laughs> he was very funny. I am very excited. We probably listened to that CD, um, Character Witness
0: 2, in my car, in the Alero, oh, right. oh, yeah. probably 25 times. Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, we cra- we, can st- we still quote that yeah. CD, and that was 2004 when I first saw him, August of 2004. You and your dates. I I don't <laughs> want to mention on air why I remember them, but let's say they all revolve around past relationships. <laughs> Sure, that's <laughs> the only reason I can remember these things, man. I just put things in my head and they just come okay, out. That's fine. Uh, August of 2004, saw him at the Casbah Comedy Club in Wildwood, New Jersey. R.I.P. Casbah. RIP. Okay. Uh, saw him in New Jersey a couple years ago. I was lucky enough to hang out for a couple minutes with him after the show. Reached out to him recently. And, of course, he's going to come on the show. We're going to have a good time with awesome. that as well. So we're going to try and find a time where he's not touring as much. He does yeah. extensive touring as you can imagine he's a stand-up comedian but we're going to try to find a time where he's on the east coast and has a day off and we'll try to sneak that in there too so no timeline on <clears throat> those former two and man the last one that we like i said i can't really say that the guests holy smokes if it works out it looks like it's going to be somewhere in january or february uh but it'll be a live interview as well and that would be it. the great, that's it. that would be uh, one of the greatest. That we could ever uh, ask for. So we're working this stuff out so we at least have three, potentially, most likely. I mean, I got the yes. Now yeah. we're just trying to nail down the date. Four more interviews. I have reached out to a couple more folks uh, as well that have not gotten back to me yet. So I'll do some follow up on that. But we're trying to bring you a bonus episode once every month or two just to say. Thank you guys for listening, and obviously because these are our freaking idols, yeah, was,
1: and of course we also want to you know meet talk with them, so that's cool too. Yeah,
0: I want to hear people's stories. Yeah, man. Of I can't wait to hear Danny's story. What? How did he start in the audition? What? Yeah, changed go from to, here to there? To, you know, the change I mean, to your solo country different. career in Nashville. Yeah. I want to hear that story. So we're looking forward to that. And Sam, finally. Last thing in our open, dude, you got a freaking bargain. Yesterday was Black Friday. Yeah. Holy smokes!
1: And it, you know, it's I find it so funny. Like you know, after Thanksgiving, people are after at the sh- you know at going to the stores, they're shopping crazy, and people posting videos online. I don't know if you saw, there was this guy. I think it was like the manager at Target, and he kind of gave like this the, speech. The epic speech. It's a it couple like, years ago. Like, it was like it was like the smartest speech. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was crack. I thought that was this hilarious. This is Target. I was cracking up, but you know, even like people you see on Facebook, like they're posting like these lines, like, "Okay, you're gonna go out and shop, and wait in two hour lines to save twenty bucks or get a free scarf." Are you out of your fucking mind? I don't need anything that bad. Just wait for Cyber Monday like a normal human being. Me, being on the other hand, I got a nice text from you early, early yesterday. You're saying, welcome. And I did say thank you. You did. You said GameStop has a stupid deal right now. Injustice 2, PS4, $14. Bucks. Mm. And, I, you know me, I, I haven't played video games too much recently, but... We've talked about you getting this yeah. one. For fourteen dollars, literally, I had to get it. So hopefully, it'll be here this week. Yeah,
0: and hopefully, we can play it a bunch before we come on and talk to you about it. The TMNT DLC is coming out soon,
1: so I really can't wait to play. Yeah. And uh, an I love how that you can use them as like a whole; like it's it's all four of them as a team. Like that's pretty sweet. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, <clears throat> my Black that was, Friday and that was my only shopping. So yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, my Black Friday consisted of Christmas shopping, which I can't say on the air. Uh, okay, and then, let me say it. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, the only thing I bought for myself was War for the Planet of the Apes on Blu-ray. Got it for eight bills.
1: That's a steal. Yeah, We're just prime. robbing these stores. Prime.
0: No shipping. <laughs> See, It'll be here today. Uh, hopefully. I'm super hyped on it. Um, you should be. It was, it was a good, good movie. Oh, yeah. And I love the Planet of the Apes film. So I'm really looking forward to that one. But <clears throat> I'm with you, dude. I don't do. Screw that. I don't do in-store Black Friday shopping. Now, the, the female above me sleeping right now, she loves it. She loves Black Friday, It's her tradition, go out with her mom early in the morning, get her shopping done, but now she's got an office job for the first time in her life, so she hadn't had that opportunity. So she tells me, Greg, when I come home from work, 3, 4 o'clock, can we go out? Absolutely, sweetheart. Absolutely. absolutely. She
1: home. Not. We did not go
0: out <laughs> last night. The flyers were on at 4. I said, no. No, I'm just kidding. We just, we didn't you
1: want to. You begged that. and pleaded, you were crying, and she gave it. It was
0: her idea not to go. So we will, I kept saying, let's go, let's go, let's go. It was sure, probably
1: tired,
0: long-day work. At, at right around 7, 8 o'clock, she was like, I wish we went. I said, it's not too late. We can go to Target if you want to go. We can go to Bosco's if you want to go. We decided not to. Um, Thank God. I, th- I think, again, <laughs> with our good judgment, decided not to. Um, but we, you know.
1: It's only a scarf that you guys it, missed out on. You guys will be out. Right. I don't even wish
0: you wanted new work clothes and stuff like that. I need some new dress shirts, but that's the stuff that's still a month plus until Christmas. You exactly. You plenty of time. Exactly. And I got a lot of Christmas shopping done for a lot of folks, so I'm... Made Lucky in the shade right now.
1: I'm, I'm, uh, I'm falling behind.
0: Speaking of falling behind, Sam, you're about to fall <laughs> behind a little bit more, brother. Oh, our trivia this Jesus. week. Our trivia this week. It is, again, 1.5 to 1.5. If you're asking yourself, how in the hell can you get point five in trivia? Well, my friends, we give you a just a question. If you get it straight away, it's one point. If you need multiple choice answers, bam, that's half your a half point. a point. Uh, Sam. We've kind of sucked over the past oh, month since and, our return.
1: And I was, you know, I, I had a lot to drink last night, and I, I didn't have a question made of, so I was, had to make up one real quick, so. I mean, I know this band was up your alley years ago, but I know you I know you Shoot. fell I'm pretty sure you fell off a little bit.
0: I on. Uh, hold on. Can I take a guess at the band real quick? Yeah.
1: Pack at the Disco. No, it is not. Fall
0: Out Boy. No. Gym Class Heroes. No. Got me.
1: <laughs> it's probably, it would be like the next one. So. Just it's a nice, easy question. I don't even expect you to take the question or the answers. How many studio albums does Blink One Eighty Two have? Jesus. All right, because <clears throat> you were a fan. I remember you and Penny were probably the biggest Blink One yep. Eighty Two fans I know back in the day. Yep. <clears throat> but here's the thing: I haven't. I exactly. I'm. Like I said, you I fell off <laughs> big
0: time since when their self title came out, the pink one with.
1: uh or Cat? No,
0: that's one of the originals. No, with uh, like I miss you. When that mm. record came
1: out, I, I fell off
0: big time. I, I don't like that record. So well, you know there's at least two now. So, there's Cheshire Cat, there's Buddha, there's Enema of the State, there's... Are you counting the Mark Tom and Travis show? I am counting the studio albums. Mark, I, Mark of... Tom and Travis show, um, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, uh, California, Neighborhoods,
1: um, Self-Titled... Whatever they're... St- not their discography, their studio albums. That's why I have to just say that again, so you know. Is this with before Travis and since Travis, like including everything? This you is included Cheshire Cat and is Buddha? This is their studio albums again. EPs? No. Okay. Because if you said EPs, would be like 15, and we know that's not the case. I feel like
0: Enema was after Buddha and there was nothing in between... I feel like Cheshire... Yeah, they, they
1: did have a nice gap.
0: So I'm going to go Cheshire, Buddha, Enema. Am I missing something between them? Between Enema and... And take off your pants. My is struggling.
1: He's fighting now. Huh? I got
0: eight. I, <clears throat> I'm debating if it's nine. And if it's nine, can I think of it? There are
1: answers. Yeah, to but you're going to give
0: me seven, eight, nine, ten. You great. don't know that. You're just going to. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to go eight. Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Mm. Seven. Mm. What? What are you not counting?
1: I, if I just named eight, how are you not? But I don't think, um, take off your, or, um, the, tra- the Travis out. show, I don't think that was a studio app. That's why it I tried It was, to... it was fake live. It, it was supposed to be a live record, no, but they faked it. I'll show you. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Whatever that was. That was Whatever funny. that was. Honey. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> You know? Hold on, I'm looking right now because I literally s- searched it and it said studio albums. I don't think, th- I didn't see that album there.
0: There's, well, they frame that one as a live album, but it's just not, it's just not live. Cheshire Cat, Dude Ranch. Dude of the Ranch, st- I miss
1: Dude Ranch. Enemy of the State, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Blink-182, Neighborhoods, California.
0: Okay, so they're also missing Bu- uh, Cheshire
1: Cat. No, that's Buddha, the perfect, that's I mean. A... They're missing Buddha. Well, I don't think they count Buddha. Well, that's... I don't know, I, I, think that that's... Was an e- I think that was their EP. No, Buddha's Hold a full on. length.
0: Many people are going nuts right now by the way. It
1: could be, but I I, I know they had to boot out, but I thought that was something different.
0: <clears throat> now that could be since Travis.
1: that they they, it, they would still have it here. But I mean, f- you know, I forgot Dude Ranch. Papa's manager of record store fronted the money properly. The result was Buddha, which members have been viewed as the band's first legitimate release. Oh, hmm. Sounds like but eight's the right Buddha answer. Buddha is the third and final demo by the American rock band Blinkman A2. A fucking break. I'm just saying.
0: That's a that's a loaded
1: but, question but, if I've ever heard it. Okay, one. but then we we can always just disregard this week's. And no, no, it. no. 1.5.
0: 1. 1.5. 5. 1. 5. Okay. Because Mark, Tom and Travis show and Buddha. Okay. Even so, I forgot Dude Ranch, so my answer would have been nine if I thought of it, so okay. I'm going to take the loss. Okay. Regardless of how fucked up your information is. How... <laughs> I, I, you, you saw me read all the information. No, that's fine. Wikipedia is a credible source. So We all know that. <laughs> your question, Sam, has to do with Black Friday, unfortunately. And it has to do with Black Friday of this time last year, because we had a podcast this time last year. And I remember your question last year around this time was, when did Black Friday start? Mm-hmm. I was going to do that, but we already had that question. Good, I don't know I, again. I know the year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know no, why my... Sam, in 2016, what was the best-selling tabletop game? Not video game, board game, tabletop game. What was the best-selling Black Friday
1: tabletop game
0: of 2016? I,
1: ha- I have an idea, but I might have to hear him because I. Okay, let me hear. Him. Okay, a
0: Bean Boozled, jelly beans. They mm-hmm. can either be skunk or yeah, yeah, yeah. licorice, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, pie in the face, mm-hmm. the whipped cream on the hand thing. Monopoly, mm. or Meme the Game.
1: That wasn't okay. I was thinking of a completely what different What were you game. thinking of? I was thinking of Clue. Ah, I am going to put
0: Clue on here instead of a different answer. I don't know. I was going to say, well, which one's that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love
0: Clue. Clue has got me through a bunch of summers.
1: I, I remember that pie in the face. That was a nice little fad. I, don't know. And I know people like the jelly beans. Monopoly's always a big game, and they have a lot of versions of it. I'm not trying to talk you in or out
0: of an answer here, but Game of Thrones, Pokemon, all those other. And what was the meme? Of the game? I'll narrow it down. It's A, B, or C. It's not me. I was gonna say I can't. Like, That's stupid. It's a new game. I think that wasn't even around last year. It's it's, it's
1: Monopoly or it's Pie or it's Jelly. I mean, they're both solid. because I know they both had their fads.
0: You got the all-time classic and then the two fads. Which one are you gonna choose? And this year? No, two thousand sixteen. Last year. year. Let's go to Jelly Beans. The answer is the pie in the face.
1: Fuck, dude, I was literally (laughs) this close. But you know what? I'm kind of glad I didn't get it because. We're back to one point. I'm kind of glad.
0: Hey, listen, you and I both got our questions wrong. That's new. Never knew that one to be. Dude,
1: I literally double guessed. I was literally going to say pie in the face. Pie in the face. God damn it.
0: It's all right. You had a one in three shot listen you blew it <laughs> you blew it. It's all, it happens to the best of us oh, in the gosh. music world this week again there are no real releases that i thought were that we would kind of be into or that our audience would like I, be into. I just
1: know Stone Tell pilots they came out with a new song with their new lead singer i forget the title off top my head but it was a good song just type it into google you'll, you'll, you'll find it but he sounded a lot like scott wyland so
0: yeah I, I, I think they're off to a good start i don't remember seeing i mean there's some compilations that came out um Bunch of some Christmas records that came out. Uh, oh, you don't say? But yeah, but we, because we are officially in the holiday season. Yeah, it's Doop coming. And it's de-doop it's de-doop coming. too. I'm hyped. I, I love just love it. Season. It's like it's the, the day apple. after
1: Thanksgiving, everyone's house is Christmas trees up, stockings up. I'm like, yo, I- I'm, gonna I'm throw one of up. them. I'm one of them. I'm getting dizzy.
0: <laughs> we got Christmas lights on behind Sam right there, wrapping that's, up the lamp. That's our lights the, right there. We got now. the tree going on. We got. Stockings, we got the the minion inflatable minion out front. The greeting card, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got it all going out front, baby (laughs) Adam Cole, baby. Super hyped again. Nothing that we really felt pertinent to talk about, but we did talk last week, Sam Allen and I, about the warp tour and how it's going away next year, at least as it's known now. And you and I, uh, Allen never been to a warp tour, you and I have gone to a warp tour together. and you and i have similar music tastes anyways and we've listened to bands on the warp tour our entire lives yeah. so let's just talk about the impact kind of the as that the warp tour has made on us and then we're going to get into our top 3 this week which is our top 3 warp tour memories personally for the two of us i
1: mean warp tour it's just it's a great place it, to me it was you know a good environment just to see a lot of bands just a shit ton of bands just you could see a lot of them in one day you could see what 10 bands that you wanted to hear if yeah more if than not that. more if not, but I mean, because there's what three four stages going on in each so you know we always, always yeah. run into different stages to catch different bands you know they mm-hmm. had the acoustic 10 and other big stages and yep. it's just sad to see after all these years that it's it just come to an end but <laughs> like all good things do come to an end eventually
0: this was going to go on my top three but i wanted to keep the three about the actual memories like the music memories I remember before the age of uh, smartphones. My first one was two, two thousand two. I went to two, three, oh four, oh five. Missed oh six and oh seven. I don't really remember oh eight to twenty thirteen if I went to any or not. And then you and I went in thirteen. Um, yeah, you went to quite more than I did. Yeah, I, went I went one. to six at least that I know of, or five at least that I know of. Two, three, four, five, and thirteen. Oh no, and. Eight, I'm saying. Yeah, I forget. Six, six I think six is what I have totaled.
1: Six, eight, nine, one of them. Um, and
0: before the age of smartphones, so every single one of them, but the one that we went to in thirteen, they may even have had this in thirteen, but it was raining. My broke my foot, so I don't really, I didn't really want to do any walking, so I don't really remember. It was a cold. Uh, it was awful.
1: <laughs> I've, I've I loved been, it. Though. My, my number three is like is like a funny memory. I got it. Rather than more music related.
0: I remember though, instead of like looking on our phone for what bands were on what stage at what time. They used to have this giant inflatable... Uh, Velcro board. Well, didn't they,
1: I think they still they, had. It they it might have. There. They,
0: probably because think... it's a staple. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if they had it, but that's how we used to yeah. check what bands at what time. Is we used to go to the big giant inflatable thing, tell us what bands at what time, and we'd be planning our day on this giant Velcro thing. That to me was something that was awesome because it it kept you on track. We didn't have smartphones, barely had a cell phone. at or that time Write the times on your hand just yep. to remember. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or just keep running back to the middle to yeah. keep <laughs> look. Oh, who are we going to see now? Who are we going to see now? Those were the days. The the. War- to me signified a way to get into new bands that I'd never heard of this day and age sprouts to mind where I'd never heard of that band show up hear them off in the distance go watch them on stage Probably four people watching them, and then after the show, they just walk right off stage and
1: start talking what to you. was the one band? Was it Red red Light, red, Green Light? Red Gold Green yeah. we saw when we saw that. We and we would have never heard that n- band. Never. Yeah. And we're off in the and, and they took us by surprise. And we're just hearing yeah. people
0: rapping with actual instruments, and we're like, yo, we got to check this yeah. out. And they killed it. Yeah, they really did. And they absolutely killed it. So a really, Red Gold Green, really good rock rap band where yeah. they're rapping with their own instruments. Super good. They have an EP and an LP. I don't know if they've come out with anything in the last two or three years, but... Super good stuff there too. It's just a time and a chance for you to go in with an open yeah, mind. I agree. This past year, I had no uh, urge to go. This past year, the lineup was not for me. They they went to like yeah, a theme a bit, yeah. of like a punk rock theme and was, maybe like were, a there heavier. Were, there
1: was a few good bands. That I wanted dance to see. Gavin
0: Dance headlined it, and that's yeah. obviously huge and, for me. Yeah, I love them. one of my favorites.
1: Then you're going there, you're listening to, you're there for what eight hours until you hear like the the actual band that you're there to go to see. And by the time the end of the night, you're my feet hurt. My voice is hoarse. You that's, know what I mean? That's
0: the thing. At 15, you don't care about those yeah. things. At 15, <laughs> at 12 o'clock, you have it planned out. Like, I look at it like the Pinelands Music Festival in 2016 or 15, actually, when Ash and I went and actually the early November headline that with Hello Goodbye, Jukebox the Ghost, um, Sleeping with, no, not – uh oh, what's that acoustic band? It begins with an S. Oh, gosh. I can't remember. Right now they had – i can 't remember right now, but anyways um super good lineup, and there was something all day yeah. cruiser and then you mean everyone we know, and then like we 're hitting all these bands that we really wanted to see um and it was perfect. It timed out to be absolutely perfect. We maybe had thirty five minutes um, between the entire day. actually, shout out to Serge again because as i 'm walking out of the bathroom, he was walking in. Just randomly, and I was like, Yo, dude, can I get a picture? He's like, Of course, and I still have that photo. As a matter of fact, I sent it to him like a couple no months ago. No shame <laughs> in
1: your my... you. No shame. Are you kidding
0: me, dude? Yeah, no, you got to take a shit. You got to hold on a second. I need a photo for the 11th time. Come on. <laughs>
1: hey, you're right. Why not?
0: <laughs> so let's get into it, Sam. Our top three warped to our memories.
1: So my number three is not really music related, but when we went in 2013. These, I'm assuming these are all going to be when we went. Of course, exactly. Okay, Unless sure. I sunk in, I don't remember. But. This one it was it wasn't good good weather at all. No, it it rained. I, I believe the entire time we were there, so we, we were soaked head to toe. Yep. So a good memory for me is you know when when you're soaked head to toe and your socks are soaked everything your phone wind up hitting the fritz. Mine somehow did not break, oh and I goodness. was soaked. So my my positive happy memory is after everything we've been through from waiting in line, the pouring rain, my phone never broke it somehow still worked yours on the other hand you needed to put it in rice and it took two two weeks for it to come back i I did not put it in rice but what (laughs) i did do is i worked for a cell phone company at the time
0: luckily so i just went to work and got a replacement
1: so i believe mine was the iphone so shout out to iphone for that that day (laughs) mine was not an iphone the game was on point mine was a galaxy at the
0: time i went to work got a replacement they fixed mine gave me mine back i got it back in like two days but, that's, that but that was the advantage I had working for that again that company. Two days, time. your phone didn't make it. Shout out to the old i was iPhone four, I think. Funniest part about that, I had a double date that night, a blind double date. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You, oh yeah, I remember. I had a blind I double remember. date
0: that night at O'Donnell's in Franklin Mills. No, not with my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I went. And you still made it? I still made it. Met the girl, all that good stuff. Um, we don't talk anymore. <laughs> You didn't talk after that. Uh, I after saying, I would after that evening, maybe, maybe like a month after that. No, but still, I actually made it to that thing without anything. Forgot my ID, or maybe she did. I remember somebody forgot I their saying, ID well, and they we, had to we, use their we, passport. We, we, we know people, but Mike, but Mike didn't card. That's all I'll say. I had the Mike. Well, so we were, that was my po- little we were, positive memory. We, by the way, we in this story, we're all twenty four, so it's cool. Okay. We didn't actually need to get ID. <laughs> we weren't like underage drinking at a bar. We were all of age, I mean, but. It could we don't know. You know, you know. My number three. Uh, this was also, and this is my only 2013 on there. Um, but it had been what at that time nine years since the movie Life came out with yeah. the record. It had been a hell of a long time since I've seen them live, and to get to see Vinny acoustic solo playing Avalanche, playing yeah. Movie Life, and playing some solo stuff that he came up with. Was amazing, yeah. and we were right there in front of him, just like two rows deep yep. to his to right his the, right. Right in the tent, I remember. Mm-hmm. Right in the acoustic basement tent, we'd seen Ace there as well. Okay. Actually, either right before, or right after, and Ace right did a thousand after. times a day yep. for like one of the first times we'd ever heard that song. So, just that acoustic basement is my memory in yeah. general. Seeing solo acts of artists that we grew up idolizing and loving that we hadn't seen in a while or remember I mean, even we've though seen we, him. we
1: missed William from Academy Is we, we did. didn't know he was playing I did but. not know William Beckett was going to be there
0: that's a huge regret yeah. man because we a all, William had a Beckett, little negative
1: in the deposit William
0: Beckett kills it oh, his solo stuff we,
1: we saw well, at least I saw him once with you
0: yeah I saw you saw him with Kiss didn't you before they opened oh yeah I saw him Kiss? twice that's right they yeah. opened for Kiss they, the they, most they,
1: w- weirdest opening band for Kiss ever
0: yeah you saw him Academy Is and Kiss we just saw their 10 year tour of yeah. Almost Here uh, within the last two years, a year and a half yeah, maybe. which was awesome. But that was yeah. They killed it that night. William's got a fantastic voice. His solo stuff is like super good. Hopefully you can check that out. I saw them in 04 as the first band for Motion City soundtrack. It was yeah, The Academy Is, cool. Limbeck, and Motion City. Academy Is did four songs off their record. I'm chilling in the back. I actually met up with William. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking. Um really fun guy, bright eyed, you know, I I know, I'm just the third, you know, first band here, don't know, whatever. And then the next year, almost here, blew up that February. February. The next year, they were back at TLA. I go see them, they're headlining. I forget who they brought with them. I think, uh, the Academy is, I don't remember who the opening bands were. No, May I saw with Waking Ashland, um, in, in August of 04. But, uh, Saw them next year. He didn't remember. I was pissed. <laughs> oh, as a sixteen-year-old, you. No, you
1: I, I hear you, but you remember them. They might not remember his, you. His. his you this got is heard.
0: when they before they got big, though. But this they, was like little old William Beckett.
1: But you got you gotta doing gotta his think. four songs. They're just getting out there. They probably met a thousand fans. They toured all over the freaking world. Not at that point in 05, well, They I'm were sure just toured. getting big. Dude, I wouldn't remember. to nobody i was pissed He could have, he could have been blown away He's i like, saw him uh. at the
0: cheesesteak shop right down the right down the street Jim's. and i was like hey william hey last what year and day? i re- I recounted the conversation. Who is this
1: weirdo? Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stop the conversation because it got somehow in the Academy. Is It is normally, though. Just remember, the acoustic tent is, yeah. is my number three memory.
1: So my, my number two is basically right off that is base is hearing, seeing, meeting, talking to, getting a picture with Vinny from the movie Life, who actually I bought his his solo yep. record and, and he signed it. Yeah, got There's a little B- shirt. A little B-tank. I might even still have it. Yeah, I think the, I do. The white one, black? Oh, I thought it was white. Or er, black? It I mean. was. Yeah, it, is white. Say it
0: was with, <laughs> white with a
1: black but, B. Well, yeah. like you said, it's you know you, you don't really get the chance. Well, Number one, he they have he hasn't at least toured in years at that point, so right. they actually get to meet him, hearing the old songs, hearing some new songs, and just for me, it was my <clears> first <throat> Warp tour that I went to, and it was just. Besides the rain, it was an awesome experience. Funniest part about that, in the year after that, 13 to 14, we'd
0: seen him two or three extra times after that. Oh, easily. He, we saw him at Starland open up for Motion City. We saw him at uh, As I Am the Avalanche yep. down in Fishtown. That was awesome. That was awesome. Doing shots with him yeah. before. St- yeah, I
1: bought him shots. That we was bought him
0: shots, and just the three of us. Me yeah. and him did shots. Popejoy. Pope so. four. Yeah. yeah, four of us. And then I got elbowed in the face by uh, and so did he my got buddy, Matt. And he got elbowed in the head. Yeah. When the guy. Uh, Crowd surf. I'm pissed. I didn't. I got hit in the face because I. They knew they were hitting me <laughs> they, in the face. They knew you. It was. They did. And I. And I. I still don't like you. And I'm not going to name you.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: but you knew who I was. You piece of crap. uh Number two, 2005. um It might have been 2004, but I think 2005. Meeting. I'm walking through. It's a dirt rock backstage. Not many, many folks there. So I think it was 04 before they got pretty big. Um, it was after the Drive-Thru DVD Volume 2 came out, and one of the sections in Drive-Thru Volume 2 from Hidden in Plainview was John Spiderman. Spiderman Spiders, when he's, I'm John Spiderman, I got a bagel in hardware shop, and it's one of the funniest skits, I think, in that. Probably my favorite skit of any, besides The Leftovers, yeah, yeah. Um, in any Drive-Thru DVD. So when I met the band, I was like, can you autograph this? as John Spiderman. And he said, of, of course. So he writes whatever. And then Joe, the lead singer from Hidden in Plain View, comes up and says, hey, like we appreciate you, blah, 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 blah. Knowing that stuff and all this other stuff because I was talking a lot about the DVD. And they said, what's your favorite song? And I said, The Chaser. When they got up on stage, they dedicated The Chaser to me.
1: That's awesome. This is for being, Greg in the being, back. Being as a young 20, you were what? So you had to be what? 16. Yeah. 15 okay. or 16. So that, that that's a good memory to have.
0: 15 or 16. That's a And that's a hugely influential band. Um, you know how I felt about them when, we, when yeah. they re, when they <laughs> reunited and Ace actually Ace opened up for him acoustic yeah uh, he did for, for him and then they came out in all white yeah yep, that was a great night and then yeah. we saw him Pope Joy and I saw him again at the truck a couple years later and and just it's awesome it's so good yeah. to have these memories of 05 and 2014 yeah. all them years all, in the years in between so it's all really cool that they dedicated the chaser to me I'll never ever forget that
1: that's awesome my number one no surprise again even though I met ace before i think two or three times before that in other shows um but i never actually met the whole band minus jeff because i believe Jeff jeff had a wedding to go to or he might even get married himself at the time but um yeah we met, we were in line for at least 15 20 minutes waiting to meet the band in, in the absolute pouring rain those photos were hilarious and got, you know got <laughs> a, someone of Sir, yeah, i think it's search yeah just has, double thumbs up double he's got, thumbs got the hood up, up. yeah, yeah. So you got to you know talk to the band a little bit. I bought a shirt; they all signed it. Yeah. I have a sh- so if anyone's listening, I have a shirt signed by everyone but Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. I need your signature on that. I got you, it. Jeff's
0: signature in two thousand four.
1: Now you got me aces on a dollar bill. That only ace. I, I thought know, I got where, you the no, whole band. It was just ace on a dollar bill, and I don't know where that dollar bill I'd probably spent. Wow. No, it's gone. I don't do. You should, we, <laughs> wow. We, times are tough, but I still have aces autograph on a shirt somewhere. But again, That's I. That's why you wanted digestion. his
0: autograph again. But in, in two thousand four, I went. Uh, with again an ex girlfriend, <laughs> uh, this, this is a theme with him. And uh, we went and saw the early November, and obviously two years into my fandom, there loved them. Never met them at that point. Um, it was the same as my number one. My uh, well, I'll just tell you my number one, and then I'll get to the story <laughs> afterwards because they kind of co-inside. Two thousand four, up to where there was a special guest that was unannounced. Uh,
1: but, you, but you knew about it. No, <clears throat> hoped, you, do you, hoped there was rumors, or there was no internet. Oh. Oh. There
0: was, but it was dial-up. I didn't really go on fan boards or chats or anything like that. <laughs> but I had an idea. I guess my friends that I went with. I went with a group of people this time. In 2004, no ex-girlfriends, yeah. no nothing. <laughs> went with a huge group of friends uh, from high school and the deli that I worked at. Get down there. <clears throat> that's actually on the van ride down is where I got introduced to the Rocket Summer. Oh, wow. Uh, oddly enough. Nice. Um, so July of 2004. Shout-outs to that year. It was a great year. And um <laughs> Get there, and the special guest is the early November. I'm wearing my, my early November Blueberry Capital World t-shirt, nice. so I'm already hyped as shit. Uh, this is my first time I ever crowd surfed, so at 16 years old, boom, I'm up there. I'm little am up there. I'm crowd surfing during Every Night's Another Story. I get all the way up to the front. Instead of security putting me down and having me run off, I ran up on the stage and for go, go, like, go. Like go, a little fangirl. Like a little fangirl. And up there on go, 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 I screamed it into the mic and Ace let me, and it was super Awesome. Super hyped on that. And then he got thrown into the crowd. Well, then, we'll Surge through his bass up like 10 feet, caught it on his knees, started kept playing it. I'm screaming to the mic. Then I got tossed off to the side, uh, and I watched the rest of that on song the from the side, but there was, like 15 awesome. seconds left of it, so yeah. it's whatever. Um, That's And then easy. later on, got to meet them for the first time, cause, and obviously they recognized me because I was the asshole who sang into the microphone, or at least tried to, uh, and... Uh, Got their autograph on a little – on the insert to their every uh, – the room's too cold. There's a little insert with a photo of all yep. of them. So I got on that maybe a four by five inch little piece of paper. And then the only thing I had left for you because I knew you were my boy. I dollar knew you bill. loved them, was a dollar <laughs> bill. I got ace to sign the dollar. But
1: I thought it was the whole band so nah. I
0: apologize. Nah.
1: Dude, it, it, it was the thought that counts that you spent – that you wasted that dollar. <laughs> <laughs> At 16 years old, that dollar meant a lot to that's me, dude. That's what I'm saying. That could, that's two things like ice cream. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: ice cream is 50 cents?
1: 50 cents for the uh, the uh, the sandwich freaking Ice cream sandwich. They were like fifty cents back in the day. No
0: shit. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I was busy spending a dollar twenty-five on the WWF bar. <laughs> yeah. like a sucker. High,
1: high roller, yo. We, like we a The deli job. You know what I mean?
0: Yo, I miss that deli job. That's what I'm
1: saying. I know you liked it.
0: So let's get into gaming, Sam. After that stroll down memory lane, uh, I guess we're gonna stay on memory lane because the nostalgia trip has hit us. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are out. They've been out for a week. We didn't think we were gonna get ours. Until Monday or Tuesday of this past week, but mine showed up on Friday the day it came out, and yours came the very
1: next day. Yeah, and it, well, I mean, even if it did show up Monday Tuesday, I didn't get a chance to freaking play it until yesterday, so I, I knew that I had to get some type of an impression. And one thing I, I think I, I don't remember noticing on the... The just the regular sun when first came out because I got the moon this time. Yeah, you got you got
0: ultra moon this time when you bought sun.
1: I got ultra sun this yeah, so time, just, and I originally bought moon. So we, we switched it up. I mean, just something, something new. Even though I picked the same star of Pokemon, because Litten's the man. But when <laughs> you're near the beach, did you notice Pokemon flying in the air on the last game? Yes. Okay, I see. I don't. Re- I don't remember that.
0: Like as you go up that hill and they come over your head. <coughs>
1: well, even like I was on the beach. I was just battled some some trainer's ass, and oh. I saw like the. Look like at Murko or just some kind of maybe it was Wingle or something. Just like flying. There's like definitely in the
0: Wingles flying. Yeah, so
1: I I don't remember that from the first hmm. one. Okay. So I was like, I, I well, I don't maybe know this time new.
0: we're paying a little bit more attention because we're trying to spot little just
1: well, We kind of just did this, you know, the last game. So like the whole intro is you're just you're doing the steps. You're just and that's basically yeah. what I got done through. Like I already got the the Z move and call it a Pokemon. So I'm off to a decent start.
0: Yeah, I mean the the problem with this is we just got Sun and Moon last year, so it's. Only a year between releases. Um, it takes place in the same region. It's the same three starter Pokemon. So it's the same kind of core yeah. <laughs> game. Uh, the general gist of this is that, from a lot of reviewers, is that this doesn't really change until the uh, f- third or
1: fourth island. Okay.
0: It's a lot of the yeah, same. I,
1: I'm pretty sure I the exact same thing. Yeah,
0: a lot of the same. I think the camera angle is a little different. It feels a little closer, but a little bit more full. I don't know how to explain the shot composition. But it feels a little different from a camera angle perspective. I got my starter. I chose Ralit this time because deciduize is the shit. I want a hooded ghost, freaking owl to shoot arrows. Um, that's pretty sweet. Um, Papilio, you can you can just hang off to the side. We'll get you later. Um, I thought same thing. It's very it's very much the same thing. Yeah. You get your starter a little quicker this time. Um, yeah,
1: I kind of liked how you how you got them. Yeah. You're about to walk on the grass, and all three of them kind of come to your aid or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, and I mean. It is the, kind of the same. I mean, it, listen, if you've played Sun and Moon, you've played Ultra yeah, it, Sun and Moon, it's the same thing. you got to get to about halfway point of the game where it really starts to open up and change. My struggle, because I'm about 25 minutes in, is I had to put it down because I was kind of bored.
1: Well, get, well, that's... I have to get through I this. I played the first... Fir- I think I'm on an exact hour of playing time. I and mean, that, that's just the whole beginning. Just yeah. literally getting your Pokemon, you're going back to your mom's house, people were at the door three different times, and it's... That, that I, I remember, like playing, I put on a podcast just to help me kind of get get sure. through it because it's the first hours. It's just a lot of clicking.
0: Yeah, you're you know? I mean, that's the perfect yeah. way to. You're yeah. just slamming A as fast as you can. <laughs> Literally, that to, was
1: me for an hour to get
0: through that first. And I remember Sun and Moon being a little slow getting into it because it. Pokemon games hold your hand.
1: Yeah. Well, a lot. They, they if, held it the whole first if, hour.
0: It's the seventh generation, and they're still giving you tutorials on how to catch it. Like, if you yeah. don't know how, and I get it. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. its own thing every time. I understand that. It's not a, a sequel, necessarily. It's just a new experience, and you have new fans playing for the
1: first time every generation. I get like, that, too. All I wanted to do was basically get to the Pokemon Center. Because, to me, that's like after that, then you, can, you basically up start bit. your journey. So, I, I'm literally right there. You know, I,
0: I would actually add to that, as well, like... I, it will be a struggle for me to get through this opening. It will be no, a struggle for me to get still
1: through the like first half of the game.
0: I'm talking 20 hours. It's yeah. going to be a struggle uh, to do that because I have other options that I'm still playing. I'm 543 moons deep into Super Mario Odyssey. Um, You're in that real deep lie. I'm real deep there uh, in that game. And uh, I I have that. I still have the SNES Classic. I have the Fractured Buttholes still. Like I have games yeah, that you have I, a shit ton. I have to finish Cuphead. Like There's definitely things that I want to do that... I'm like, do I really want to go back and play a game I just played last year? And you I, will. I, I, of course, I, I, I will. I think
1: the the podcast is like a gives us another reason just to play for a half hour, play it for you know whatever you know, just whatever we can get out of it,
0: right? And continue the impressions. The issue with that I have with this game, the biggest issue outside of repetitiveness so far. I mean, like I said, very early on, but seems to be a consensus out there. Uh, the biggest issue I have is, dude, I've played these games since '96 every single generation we know how to catch and we, play pokemon we know and i'm because t- yeah, i yeah. have them oh, i don't I get i don't get excited anymore when i see an Abra in the wild even though like you, you get know, one you shot know, and, he tele- right and he teleports yeah. i don't get excited because i've caught him literally 16 fucking times <laughs> but no I, i've caught him so many times that i'm kind of over it at that point yeah. and and uh i i'm i don't want to sit there and catch everything in every region like I've done in the past I just want to get what I need level up
1: I mean I still find myself walking through the grass anything obvious I want to catch it all you know not just the old school gotta catch them all yeah that's definitely the collector in us and it's it's going to be a little bit pain in the ass just to get a start but I think like once you we start getting moving we get the first island and yeah, you know, we start whooping some ass, and our Pokemon actually get strong. I think we'll get through it just fine.
0: Pokemon games have actually now shipped over three hundred million copies. That's not sold; it's shipped. But the number sold yeah. has got to be close to that. That's still an,
1: an astronomical number of games out there in the wild. Do you think that they knew that it would Pokemon would become this big a thing when they first started? Dude,
0: there are so many cool YouTube documentaries of how Pokemon got started and the history yeah. of it, and uh, you know, Pokemon one hundred and one comes to mind, or Nintendo one hundred and one featuring Pokemon Red and Blue, and then another one for Gold and Silver. Than the third one for Ruby and Sapphire. I I the from Balrog, they they come to mind, but just to watch them, you know, it was oh, originally we, inspired by you know those machines where you put a quarter in, you turn the crank, you get one of those capsules, and you you see it, it's like at the bottom, then the the dome top, and you pop it open oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what inspired Pokemon. That's and they awesome. said, what if we could put monsters in it,
1: there? That's why it used to be Capsule Monsters. I just think it's it's cool Like we were there from the start. Yep, this is one fad that it, you we know, were there since the beginning. it's still going. So it's just, it just cool that everyone's like, even the kids now are still into it as when we were kids. In an
0: hour and 17 minutes on Disney XD, the premiere on TV of the new Pokemon movie, I Choose You, is happening.
1: Uh, I'm sure you have it recorded. I'm having I'm DVRing <laughs> it.
0: Um, and, it, it's and kind of, I'm sure it's on demand. No? I don't know. I have no freaking idea. I'm you know, I'm gonna give it a shot. I don't really care as much. It's getting shit on yeah. and I'm not like a listen, I like you don't have Misty and
1: Brock. That's this it is for true. You. They took
0: out they took out Misty and Brock. Um you know, again, I'm almost thirty. I like Pokemon, don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm not the same as I used to be uh, um, when I was a kid, yeah,
1: we're we're semi adults. I know,
0: right? <laughs> at least, at least, in, See, we can't in say stature. full adult
1: because that just that's never is. gonna
0: happen. We're we have a nerdy podcast so where at 30 years old we talk about Pokemon, but still.
1: Well, I'm only 28. So. Oh, sorry, my bad. I'm
0: almost <laughs> I'm almost 30. I'm 29. I'll be 30 in a couple months. But uh, I I don't I don't care about the extended universe stuff. Yeah, I only want to play the main game. And move on. I don't care about the show. I don't care about the movies. I don't care about the other games that come in the franchise. If they redid well, Stadium or Snap, I'd be. Down. I would say
1: wait till a new one comes for for Switch. Well, and no you're shit, all over but that. that's
0: going to be a main series I got game. You, I got you. That's different. And you know, they last time they did the Stadium was Battle Revolution on the Wii, and that was trash. So if they can put together a nice Stadium with eight hundred different Pokemon, if they can do a a, a different Snap where that you can use the Switch gamepad as the camera, that, that'd be cool. That'd be really sick, dude. So. I think it's got we have we have our chance to do this, but we'll see it's just it's a good game. I'm happy it's got three hundred million it's out there slow and steady for us that's that's kind of right so every week we'll we'll update you it won't be as in depth as it was in the previous for x and y for Sam and then for Sun and Moon for us um because it won't be as we're not going to be playing Fresh as often as yeah. yeah until but, we
1: get to near the end of the game.
0: That's right. When, when we get to that point, then we'll talk about the differences. Because boy howdy, there are a ton once you get to that part of it. So I'm, I'm excited to get to that. That's the reason I'm going on is because I know that eventually my shit's going to get flipped And
1: I, I want to catch some cool
0: legendaries too. I only have six left. And that's another well, thing I'm, I'm if just, I can get to the end. right? Well, I want to fight not. Giovanni. Dude, fight all those yeah, dudes. Get the,
1: well, I just want to get – I believe I have Lugia Rai- in mine. I don't think you have Lugia. I do. I oh, you, you, so I don't have Lugia. So I have Raikou and you don't have Raikou.
0: I have all. I think I have all three legends. No, I'm beasts. talking about for the
1: for the new game that
0: you can get. Oh, in that oh, game. oh, oh! I, I'm not you. Um, I believe. Yeah, I think I'm the one who has
1: Lugi, You're the one who has Ho Ho. Maybe Ho Ho and, and Raigi, like the Rai-gi? tiger. That was a Raigi. With the liger. I don't know. Whatever he looks. <laughs> There's Entei Sui Suicun, Raikou. No, not Suikun, yellow one. That's yellow. Oh, okay. I like him then. Yeah, That's Raiku I like. is. Yeah, I like him.
0: I don't know, maybe Suicune is the blue one, and Raikou is the yeah Raikou's the the, the yeah, saber tooth yeah, yeah the saber tooth one, yeah. and then um, Lugia and Ho-Oh are in different ones. I can't remember all the legendary exclusives, but that's stupid because there are exclusive legendaries yeah. for each version. But that's why we have the different ones, and we could just borrow each exactly. other or trade or whatever we need to do. Pokemon Go, there is a global challenge going on right now for the next few days that Niantic has challenged us, the players, to catch three billion. Pokemon. And if we can catch three billion Pokemon, we're going to get some rewards. Um, Will
1: they have all my information? My gameplay? We have everything? No? Night. Okay, go ahead,
0: At five hundred million catches, which we've already had, there will be double XP in six hours for lore modules, plus more Pokemon appearing globally with no specifics. That's pretty cool. That's already happened. That's cool. At one point five billion catches, which has also already happened, you'll now get two times Stardust and even more Pokemon appearing globally, which is cool. But if we hit the gold, three billion catches, you'll get double XP, six hour lures, two times stardust, and worldwide you'll be able to catch Farfetch'd.
1: Oh, that's kind of
0: neat. That will I. I will get into that. And in East Asia, Kangas not in America.
1: Yeah, frig us, <laughs>
0: frig us. Real pissed about that. But
1: that's, that's the that's, cool that's still stuff. Still kind of
0: neat. Kind of neat. I'm not. I, I'll, listen, I caught four or five. I do not play. Yeah, I just no, don't play. I'm,
1: I'm, well. We already know where I stand.
0: We know where you stand, and, and I told you I, I've given it up until Gen 3 comes out. I played it for the Halloween event, got all the Gen 3 Halloween yeah. ghost types or whatever. I'm back off I, of it. I'm
1: I, glad to see you're still kind of, you know, you're hanging around.
0: Once a week, But yeah.
1: that's just get your things, you know, get the event things, and that's it.
0: There was a hound door in the house the other day. I mean, I have 57 yeah. of them, and I have a hound door, but...
1: I, I did have one. I did.
0: Oh, right, because your shit got deleted.
1: (laughs) Yep, (laughs) that'd be it.
0: Oh, sorry, man. That's my bad. Uh, Again, Injustice Injustice 2. We'll play it when Sam gets it. We'll have our impressions of that. Um, And that's in the DC fighting game space. But the Marvel fighting game, Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate, has also announced three new fighters via DLC, Black Widow, Winter Soldier, and Venom.
1: Yeah, that, that that I mean, you can't go wrong. Obviously, I prefer Winter Soldier because he's a badass. I don't think
0: I've seen Winter Soldier in a Marvel game yet. I'm sure not he probably has. Not, I'm sure he has,
1: too, but not to, maybe m- to my, my knowledge, two, obviously.
0: I don't think he was in 3. Maybe he was in DLC for 3, but this is cool because I like Winter Soldier. He's definitely my favorite character in that universe, um, the, at least the Captain America universe. Venom looks great, too. Venom's a returning character, but he looks freaking great.
1: Well, oh, th- you have that, and everyone's all I know. I read a couple articles. People are super hyped for Tom Hardy because I know they're already, what, I think, two months in the filming. So Venom's, you know, it's pretty popular right now.
0: Hey, listen, Venom, Carnage, all that—you can, can't, can't, can't go wrong. You can't go you wrong. You just can't go wrong. Gears of War <laughs> Four, one of the most popular games on Xbox One as an exclusive. I gave my impressions after I beat it. I thought the ending was hot trash. Um, but whatever. I, the game itself, the core mechanics are still great. It does a lot of really good things. But uh okay, I'm kind of warmed on that idea. Um however it has been added to the Microsoft Game Pass, which is the uh which is like the Netflix style Xbox thing for ten okay. bucks a month. You get to stream unlimited games, whatever you want that's on that service. Halo 5 is on there, now gears 4 is gonna be that's on there awesome. starting December 1st. There are other games as well. Uh, that are coming to the service i thought that i had taken a photo of it it looks like i deleted that photo because it really wasn't you, you have the pass i do not okay they recently went on sale for a buck instead of wow. 10 which is really really cool and you missed it i didn't want it i'm, I'm cool <coughs> with it i just don't play enough to yeah. care and i'm also done with that red box theory that i had because i kept call of duty for three days and they charged me 10 bucks That's like one sixth of the cost i've had in the game forever oh so, wow. so i'm good I'm good on that. F uh, that. If I want the game, I'll buy it. It
1: was a nice thought. If I want the game, I'll buy it. Yeah. For three days, for 10 bucks. it doesn't make I'll, sense Well, keep, I would say keep an eye out for them deals, and maybe you get, like, you'll get a $14 it's, deal. No,
0: 40 bucks is the That's price going for, for War 2, but I beat it. I'm good with it. I'm done. But, uh, I'm sorry, um, Gears of War 4, I'm sorry. Back on the the past, there's Mega Man 10 that got added to it. I can't remember the other games. I think there were seven or eight in total. If there were bigger games as well, I would have put them on a list, but... Cool. That's still have. a
1: good deal. For, for, for 10 bucks if, if you're a big gamer and have the time to play all these games, why not?
0: Yeah, yeah unlimited streaming access, which is really cool. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, the newest uh, mobile game from Nintendo, is out, and the reviews are up. Um, the general consensus is that after four hours, you'll kind of stop playing it. Um, but that's fine. I mean... <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of people on Instagram posting their codes to be friends and putting up their camps and putting screenshots up. That's cool. Don't get me wrong. I've downloaded it. I've dwelled. I've also left the campsite. Let's just say that. Okay, I was going to say. It has not caught me in the way I would hoped it would. But Animal Crossing Pocket Camp delivers in the brief daily getaway I hoped it would while also making some welcome changes to the franchise's formula. Limitations like an always online connection, which sucks if you don't have mobile service or unlimited data frequent loads can make the on the go experience occasionally frustrating but i continually found continually found Reward, both literally in-game and metaphorically, in working toward building the better campsite, and just making sure my animal friends were really, really like me. With the potential to continue introducing new items, seasonal events, and other camp upgrades, I expect to be taking this vacation for weeks, if not months to come. Pocket Camp is a true-to-series Animal Crossing adaptation that delivers plenty of reasons to take this camping trip 8.0 out of 10 great per IGN.
1: No, I, I was gonna guess he was gonna grade around like a six or a seven, but eight. I guess he really liked it I better. You liked it more than you did.
0: I. It's just something that I never really connected with that franchise to begin with. Yeah. There were really cool little Easter eggs, like in one of the Animal Crossing games, you can go into a shop, and in the back of the shop is arcade cabinets, and you can play the original Punch Out, Mario Bros, and oh, nice. a bunch of other Nintendo games. Like it's really that's really cool little Easter eggs. But other than that, Stardew Valley um, is kind of my Sims. Yeah. slash Harvest Moon, <laughs> slash, slash uh, Animal Crossing type style game where I'm going around making friends, doing quests. That's kind of where I'm at there. Pocket Camp's cool. It's cool that I can play Animal Crossing on the go. I have tried. It's just not,
1: not for you. really gotcha. for me.
0: Splatoon 2, however, is for me. And actually, you like that game too. Yeah, was fun. I've fallen off since Odyssey and some other stuff have come Stop out. Stop
1: buying every game that comes out. Maybe you'll have more time to buy.
0: I have not bought anything since odyssey which was 1027 you bastard and before that actually pokemon damn
1: it i was gonna say i was you just bought pokemon <laughs> yeah you're right, All right are I'm you gonna, lying to us and our listeners
0: i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop <laughs> splatoon 2 is getting too free free how much
1: free free okay. major
0: updates one available now and one coming in mid-december four new maps new gear over 100 new hairstyles A new salmon run stage that increases, and I'm sorry, and a level cap increase from 50 to 99 in multiplayer. That is freaking awesome. That that's all free.
1: It's it's good to see that the the game's doing good and that they're still adding features. You know what I mean? Just because it's like it's a different game. I never heard of freaking Splatoon before. Mm -hmm. I didn't play Splatoon one like you did. And to me, it's fun as shit. Did you happen to play that event? I did. Did The Splatfest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I picked sci-fi.
0: No, I picked Fantasy. No, I was going to say, I (laughs) I remember
1: you saying I would pick Fantasy. I picked Fantasy.
0: I believe Fantasy 1. I don't remember the results of the Splatfest. I should have probably talked about that or put that down on my notes, but I don't remember. Uh, And then the one in December will bring Clam Blitz, which is just an all-new mode where basically you have to collect. I believe it's first to collect 100 clams or something like that, but it's a brand-new mode, four new maps, all this new gear, new weapons. And it's free. And it's all free. That's awesome. That's Nintendo stepping up. And really delivering.
1: Nintendo doing big things. On
0: the content, yeah, on the content that they said they will. Now, that's free DLC. In terms of paid DLC, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle has its first pack of DLC out for seven bucks, eight new challenge maps, all that good stuff. But they. It's not
1: bad, seven bucks?
0: No, seven bucks. You can do the season pass for 20 and get all the DLC, or maybe it's 15 <laughs> and do all the season pass stuff. I am not, I did not, and I will not. But the second one, this new wave of DLC, screw you, this new wave of, remember, I have headphones, I can hear every word. Uh, this new wave of DLC, shut up, has been reportedly leaked. And this is really cool. Eight new solo challenges, five new co-op maps, 16 new weapons, and an exclusive world Featuring a new hero.
1: See, I can't use. I cannot see you staying away from this.
0: It depends on what the character is. If it's Waluigi, I'm in, brother.
1: (laughs) Gary Dollar, he gets it.
0: Definitely. I mean, whatever. If you want to give me a dollar towards that i'll be happy to take that purchase off your hands that's coming in early 2018 the mushroom kingdom has been torn apart by a mysterious vortex transporting the chaotic rabbits in its once peaceful land to restore order mario luigi princess peach and yoshi must team up with a whole new crew of four new rabbit heroes blah 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 that's just the um that's just like the the, the uh what's the word i'm looking for that's just like the summary of the game. Um, this is going to be the Mario Plus Rabbits Kingdom Battle Gold Edition. That was a listing on Nintendo's site where it said an exclusive New World featuring a new hero coming in eighteen. Okay. So they kind of leaked yeah. out that there will be something big like that. No word on who that hero is. I can speculate to the cows come home. I'm <laughs> guessing. I'm guessing Donkey Kong. That'd be cool. Bowser. They're, given that Odyssey good. I mean, I, did what Odyssey did with Bowser. There's so Dowser. many
1: characters to choose from.
0: I feel like it's all going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I would even take like a warrior. You're in. Listen,
1: shut up. A, a new world maps characters, come on. We'll $7 is going to kill we break don't know, it.
0: No, we don't know how much this one will be. I'm assuming okay. this one's going to be more than 7 The first one was 7 This one will probably be more like $12. that will equal the $20 season pass or whatever. Maybe yeah. it'll be $15. that will be 22 That way season pass members get the discount. I got two dollars okay, off total. Sense. So that I can see sense. that being like a fifteen dollar add-on. At that price point I'm out. Fifteen bucks, I can go buy a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, moving on. This one's for Sam. Dynasty Warriors nine finally gets Still a release going. date. Uh, yes, it is. Finally gets a release date in North America of February thirteenth, two thousand
1: eighteen. I kind of feel like I, I just want to get it just because I haven't bought it since four or five or six? At least three, four or five. I just remember, it's funny because I was talking to Bubbles the other day and just kind of we were talking about just like kind of games we played back in the day and like, Don, of course, Donuts was one of them. It just, I just miss having just a, a, fighting an army of people and you just got to hash and slash your way through the board. Kind of miss it a little bit. Well, it's but a it, mindless it's, entertainment. It is, but it's it's a 60 hour game. Wait for it to drop. Yeah. You've waited this many years. <laughs> yeah. For it's like, what's a couple more what's months? a couple more months for it to drop down? It'll be 40 <laughs> Anyway, my here. birthday's
0: in April, so. Oh, that, you know, dude, that's a perfect, you know, absolutely uh, perfect. a good man. idea. Yeah, absolutely. Wolfenstein Two, a highly acclaimed new game. Um, super excited about it. It has a free demo available right now. So if you have Xbox One, I believe it might even be on Steam, and definitely PS4 as well. There's a demo available right now. You get to play the entire first level for free. How much? Free. That's been a theme recently <laughs> on this show. And your progress does carry over to the main game that's awesome. once you're done. So, like, video game demos are a thing of the past. PS3 and Xbox 360 had a lot of them. Xbox One and PS4 has kind of phased them out. It's nice to see they did it with Doom. Yeah. So now they're doing it with Wolfenstein as well. I think that's a good place to go.
1: I mean, consider now I remember getting a demo. I mean, see, I mean, in the end, it's... It's different because we never had the opportunity to be able to save our progress and keep going. So we had to start over and I, I kind of missed the old demos. Get them in the CD, little demo three, four pack. The you said, nice. and in the end, and I just wanted to say,
0: it doesn't even oh, matter. God.
1: <laughs> Sorry. That was a little
0: Lincoln. Lincoln. Resident Evil Revelations two comes out this week on Nintendo switch. Black mirror. Looks like it's coming out. Spike uh, fallout Four VR comes out uh, for PSVR. VR. Cup Critters, Doom, VFR, Virtual F and Reality, December That's 1st. Cool. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 comes out December 1st, which is a huge release on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Soma, Fury, Steep Road to the Olympics, Oh My God Heads, The Walking Dead, The Telltale Series Collection. And that would actually be it
1: for... Uh, you gotta give it up though for Nintendo. That. Oh yeah, they're killing the Dude, game. Dude, every, every week there there's always a... T- like Right, you named There's at least a dozen three, games three at least big games that I hear people, you know, talking about. It's impressive. Suck, it just sucks that PlayStation just doesn't have any good games that I want to buy until God of War.
0: I mean, if you liked Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, if you yeah, played yeah. the friggin' Uncharted games that I gave you, they just came out with the Uncharted Lost Legacy, you'd like that if you know. played them, but you don't want to play them. No, it's
1: not that I don't want to play it.
0: You do. You have time. Don't give me that shit. It's Mean Streets, bro. <laughs> it's not Mean Streets. It's just play an hour. It's not a lot of time. Sam, you saw Justice League. That only took two hours
1: of your time. What did you it think? It was an hour and 59 minutes. Um, no, no. Dude, I I liked it, man. I, yeah, of course you did. So, no, guys, this, newsflash. <laughs> Sam
0: liked the DC movie no, here, that listen, not listen. everybody else likes. Guys, he liked it.
1: Obviously, I always say, "Fuck the critics." Yes, because yeah, you are the least. Critical dude, w- person. one other one guy I read said, "Oh, Ben Affleck, he just looks like like he like down." No, yeah, just like yeah, apathetic? he's down and not happy and fun. It's like. Mother Is it effort. apathetic or lethargic? <laughs> it's like mother effort. Do you read comics? Yeah. Bruce Wayne Batman. It's not a happy go lucky guy. <laughs> I mean, it's like you stupid f's. Like you, you just yeah. Even, even though. DC owns one, or Rotten Tomatoes, that owns some part of the goddamn company. It doesn't make sense. You have shark. I still say you have Sharknado getting like an eighty percent. How does Justice League get forty percent? Honestly, like I feel like literally somehow, some way they have it out for the DC movies. For me, the
0: DC movies do it to themselves. Dude, let's be critical. Let's be critical. Listen, what's the, what did you love about this film? We can't go. I mean, it's every still too early <clears> to <throat> get into spoilers. Okay, but let's talk about impressions for you. What did you love? Every, Only stick with the positive. Right in the
1: beginning. They, Batman's in Gotham. You could, could tell it's, it's Zack Snyder shot. Dude, it's every second he's in sitting on the gargoyle in That's Gotham. Cool. It was beautiful, honestly. Yeah. Like I, I so right from the, Same right, one the crowd. right from the beginning, I loved it. Yeah. Um Cyborg did exactly what I needed him to do. Uh-huh. All I I wanted from him, and he did it. I was yeah. happy. I heard he has a pretty big Piece. no he, he dude he has a nice little story people like kind of bitch that i'm like well, what do you expect here they're, they're tying together six seven different characters trying to get i look a nice at him story. almost
0: like hawkeye who is a part of it is a, mm, okay, can get maybe. a pretty major piece but he's kind of in the background
1: a lot of it <clears throat> wonder woman was a badass as always she, she didn't disappoint she's
0: becoming quickly one of my favorite actresses in the,
1: on the I, I, I could see that jason momoa our drago we already knew he was going to be a badass yeah but is aquaman good is he good in this film? I, I liked him. I that,
0: that, that didn't ask what you liked him. You like everything. Was he good? I, There's a difference. Yes.
1: I, I, he has quite a few scenes that I really enjoyed. Okay. Maybe one had his trident included. Okay. Cool. Mera um, Amber Heard. Yep. Absolutely yep. beautiful. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're <laughs> so, ear to ear right now. So Sam's blushing on an audible yeah, podcast. She, she was beautiful as always. Um, Flash, I liked Ezra Miller a lot better than I thought. See, that's you You want to say something no. critical. No, no, you do, no, no, you know, no. You're no, smiling no, no, no. right now. No, no, I don't. I'm saying it's. You know my I, thoughts I, I on watched, that guy I as an the, actor. I watched the Flash. You know my flash, thoughts on The Flash. I watched The Flash TV show. Grant Gustin is a great Flash. I agree. I can't. But I separate them. So they had, you know, Barry going into jail to meet his father where he's at right now for <clears> killing <throat> his mother, which sure. we know didn't happen. Reverse Flash. They brought the heart there. I felt it. I liked it. I can separate the Flash TV show from Flash the movie. I thought Ezra Miller did a lot better than I thought he was going to do. And even Toby, who doesn't like Ezra Miller, also agreed with me that but even though he's not he a have, fan of Ezra Miller.
0: Does he have the chops to hold up for a
1: Flashpoint movie where I, he has to I, carry the film? I believe so because one of my favorite – actually, my favorite scene in the whole movie involves Superman and the Flash. Mm-hmm. Maybe next episode I'll give a little – or maybe at the later for the pick of the week, I'll just give a quick little sp- – Spoiler thirty second of of my favorite scene of the whole thing, which was hilarious and awesome at the same time. How was Superman? How was Henry? Superman, when he comes back, it is with the Flash. My favorite scene of the whole movie. It was awesome. People say the villain, um, Stephen Wolf, was a little weak. To me, instead of throwing you Dark Side, giving you the big bad right at the beginning, yeah. Stephen Wolf's kind of like the pre boss of he the big boss.
0: Kind of looks like the thing with a Viking crown. It's kinda of silly uh, that.
1: I see I, but not I don't know. Not I, I liked it. I thought the looks CGI silly,
0: was really good. Except for his mustache. That mustache that, looks off. I mean it's you
1: notice it, but okay, the guy's you, <laughs> it it's not Henry's job. fault. He's I, I know, mean it's still Mission Impossible. He has a big big mustache for it. Hey. I know, I, I but look, that's on the editing team. I look past it. To me, Ben again, Ben Affleck's still a great Batman, way better than I ever thought possible. <laughs> I I really hope he comes back, but we'll see. We already know. Um. There's obviously there's two end credit scenes. There's one in the middle, which is right from the comic book, and at the end, characters may appear that we've never seen before. Maybe People say one that the have, end
0: credits are fantastic,
1: and they that really is a were. common theme. Yeah, he he looked pretty good. So for me, it wasn't a perfect film.
0: Okay, so now what were things you could that you think were areas of opportunity or things that they could have done better?
1: Well, I mean, not the real. I wanted to see. A green lantern maybe there could have been a flashback where you could have possibly seen a green lantern corpse which which i did like um that uh, again they kept the movie under two hours when we already know that i heard it there was like an hour plus cut from the movie so i know there's fans petitioning for Zack snyder i guess josh ween to release a, an extended cut which i hope they do do because i said do do um because I feel like there's a lot more story to tell. They just wanted to keep it short and sweet, two hours. Because I know there were scenes cut because we've seen them in the trailer that they just weren't there. I would like to see that extended cut. Um, obviously, the movie was a lot was was fun. It was lighter in tone than BBS, but which we already knew. They said that that was their plan from the beginning.
0: It doesn't sound like you have a lot no, of area no. of opportunity here. This is a fair way to critique a film. You start with what you like. I, you start I, with the things that, that could I'm, have
1: been better. I'm trying to, to get there. It's Again, I could just say critiquing would be I would have liked more movie. I, I wouldn't have minded to see a two-and-a-half-hour Justice League movie. Right. It's, dude, I've been waiting my whole life to see these characters together on the big screen. Again, one out of ten, I give the movie an eight. It's I, don't solid want you eight. To
0: want, I don't want you to like this movie as a, as a friend, Sam, as a friend. I your like best it. Friends? I'm sorry, I like I it. don't want you to like this movie because they're your childhood.
1: No, no. I. It's because it's a dream come I true. Was, I had laugh-out-loud moments. I had moments looking at the screen like... Holy shit! This looks freaking awesome.
0: But you had to have a moment in there where you were just like me with Stone Temple Pilots, cringing.
1: Cringing?
0: Was there a cringe moment in there for you? Where you like you said? Uh, maybe, oh, I a, would not have done. Maybe
1: that. a cringe moment just because I know would be Superman's mustache because you, you know you you can notice the CGI. Mm-hmm. But because because Superman's face looked a little weird. That would to me that's the biggest critique that I can give it.
0: The entire film. Your yeah. critique. The biggest one you can give it. Is of a person's mustache.
1: Yeah, I, dude, I like the film. I don't hate it like everyone else. Did. I don't think that people hate it though. I think well, I think critics, it's getting a bad rap. I think
0: it's getting a bad rap both ways. I think that people, the fans, are too up on it. The critics are way too well, down on it. Uh, way well, well, too down.
1: Most of my people on you know my, my Instagram that I talk to, there are nine DC fans. Of, but, dude. No, but dude, a lot of them are Marvel fans. Believe it or not, and nine out of ten times, all of us who we talked about it. All agreed that we liked the film. I don't understand why you'd have to be one or the other.
0: Why no. can't you be like no. PlayStation, Xbox, and I mean, Nintendo? I'm
1: both. I like Marvel and DC. Yeah. But everyone that I've talked to, Greg, liked the film. The critics, just because maybe they haven't read a goddamn comment, they don't know what the frig they're talking about.
0: I agree. I think that the critics are hard on it because, probably they because of the stigma of DC
1: films in the maybe. past. And I make jokes about that here on the air, too. I, mean, I don't know Iron shit Man about Iron Man 3 was terrible, yeah. but that has a 78 or on tomatoes. Yeah. It's like, go fuck yourself, critics. Seriously. Honestly, yeah. your, your opinion means nothing. Go support the movie. Go see it and judge for yourself. Yeah. Because to me, I yes, I could see Zack Snyder and I see Josh. Wien. It's a, a nice mesh of both of them. It was honestly, it was what DC needed to move forward. Mm-hmm. Yes, it may. It didn't make the money that it wanted to make, and yep. that, that caused concern down the line. Yes, Aquaman's already done, so that's already in the can. Now it's maybe not have a three hundred million dollar budget and throw one hundred fifty to two hundred in the marketing. Maybe kind of ratchet it back a little bit and kind of maybe have a flesh out more, a better character story rather than just throw all... I mean, when you have Superman, when you have Wonder Woman and Flash, special effects are going to be needed. So you're going to have to have the money there. But a $300 million movie, that's a shit ton. So hopefully, I mean, I did read that China had a huge opening for Justice League. I think it was their biggest opening movie ever. So... It just needs to have a good run in theaters because they need at least $800 million to, to kind of break even here. But what I've been reading is that they're projected to lose $50 to $100 million.
0: The box office earnings have not been great. It has grossed about $14 million short of projections so far, putting it actually lowest of all DC film openings. Um, but good old Henry C. is under contract for at least one more DC movie. So that could be the Man of Steel sequel or it could be... Cameo, or but I'm be... pretty
1: sure it's a man of steel Siegel because we already read that there were kind of in early kind of talks of having the second one. Which, after seeing this one, a lot of people saying Superman was their favorite part, it was it was it was different when you to see him the big man finally come back.
0: So, without spoilers, again, how much air screen time did Batman and Superman get on the same screen? On this, not that much on the same screen. Could you tell that there was like hangover from BVS? Was there uh, conflicts from that movie that came up in this?
1: I'm sure there was I'll, given the I'll just say yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean and, like, given, the, easy, the, yeah. given the given the storyline of how yeah. he comes back and all the stuff. Was I'm sure awesome. it ties directly in, but
1: I don't want to say anything but there may be some some feelings left over. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh
0: and again, I'll I'll reiterate, listen, do I like DC that much? Not as much as you. Yeah, we know, Do I like we know Marvel more? Yes. Do I have the ability to critically judge this film? No, no I do not. <laughs> uh, because why? I just don't know the backstories yeah. like that. I could be I could be a film yeah. critic and judge the film on being a film. Yeah. I cannot judge it on being uh, a superhero story because I just don't know enough about the characters. I
1: know me, Dom, and his wife actually saw it in theaters. Me and Dom both both liked it. We both liked it better than Wonder Woman. I believe his wife Hannah liked Wonder Woman a little bit better. For for our money's worth, we enjoyed the film.
0: The next time we see the Batman on film, it might not be Ben Affleck. We've talked about that a hundred freaking times. We don't know. It could be Donnie Darko, for gosh sakes. It could be. It could be the guy from Brokeback Mountain. You never know. Batman and Superman might just be more than friends. (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal might be the new Batman.
1: Yeah, that's where we're getting at. That's the rumor that Matt Reeves is looking at Jake Gyllenhaal for the Batman. If um, they want a
0: really dark, depressing, and brooding Batman, he's a good
1: I, choice. I, I See, I'm would. i I'm, I'm sure like most people, we wouldn't mind if Ben Affleck came back as the role as Batman. Which I hope too, because he's a way better Batman than I thought. But, Jake Gyllenhaal is a good actor. Sure, you can just bring
0: back Maggie to play the love oh, interest, uh, and that could be all sorts of fucked up.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure that will be the case, but... Jake Gyllenhaal, I think he could bring something a little bit different than Ben Affleck can. So I'm, I'm open to it. I'm, I like, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, so, 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 so I. I have so, no problem with that.
0: I would be really listen all the roles that dudes played, like Love and Other Drugs.
1: Oh, oh he's a lot of movies. To
0: Brokeback, to Donnie Darko, to Spy Hunter, to Bubble Boy, <laughs> to Bubble Boy, um, or maybe not, not Spy Hunter, Nightcrawler. To all these different films he has played, to see him in a suit, yeah. <laughs> <with him. laughs> Belt of gadgets <laughs> <laughs> with the belt of gadgets and talking to Alfred like I can't imagine him being a superhero and I feel like he's like a young Keanu Reeves like he's got one emotion but
1: but I was like, and I love
0: I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal a lot so there's not a there's not something against him as a person.
1: Someone said I don't know who I was talking to but someone said I could see him as Nightwing and I was like you know what oh my god yeah, yeah I, I he could actually see, even has
0: the look to to I could see him, him that
1: easily thing. as Nightwing so I wouldn't be I would love to see they keep Ben Affleck. And then bring on Jake Gyllenhaal for for Nightwing. That would be something I would be more okay with than him being Batman. But we'll see what happens.
0: James Franco is being looked at for multiple man for a Marvel film I mean, from Fox.
1: It, it, to me, it seems like Franco is already multiple man. Because he's goddamn in every film and TV show on the goddamn planet, I feel like. Mm. So I feel like he's already playing multiple man. So Hey, J- James Franco is a good actor. I know nothing different. about multiple
0: man. Could you I,
1: I, a- I'm not more... I don't really i can't actually tell you like i am his biggest fan but he could be make multiples of himself that's yeah. about all i know well, michael
0: keaton did that a few years ago called multiplicity and he's already uh, been in, uh, uh,
1: i like that film he's already <laughs> been
0: in superhero films it's a cl- clean it's, tie-in for marvel he's already been in spider-man yeah bring him into in multiple keep
1: man. keep him in the family <laughs> try something new i mean hey i like james franco i know a lot of people like him why not multiplicity man that's my pitch Michael Keaton as a superhero. Hey, I, I would, I would take it first. He's
0: been a bird twice. Let's get him as a hero. Uh, possible Morb- Morbius film coming up. That's a Spider-Man spin-off.
1: Yeah, he's like the the living vampire. Um, I mean, okay. I just out of all Spider-Man's villains, like you picked him. Like that's just me. Like you have Kraven the Hunter. Mysterio. I mean, you have all these other ones that I, I feel like could go before Morbius, but okay, vampire. Maybe they're going, hoping that the the Twilight fans are still out there, want more vampire life. Okay, I'm still going to. I'd still see the film. You can
0: tie that in with Mighty Morbius, Power Rangers, and why then you, not? And there you go. Now a now you crazy have, crossing. Yeah you have Vampire
1: Power Rangers. Wow. We need to
0: get you in Hollywood, dude. I have I have a lot of ideas. It's eight. It's nine thirteen on a Saturday morning. I'm and hyped. he's
1: just pinging ideas. I'm ready
0: to go. Why don't you just give me a call now? But hey,
1: I'm, don't matter who it is. I'm still gonna see the damn film. Marvel, DC, don't matter. You got you got my money.
0: There could also be a Red Sonia reboot in the works. Now,
1: that original
0: movie in the eighties, I, I
1: forget. I forget the actors played it, but we know Arnold was yep, in it. Arnold was in it. I time. still say bring our girl Ava Marie. <laughs> Let her dye that hair she's, red. Yeah, she doesn't dude, have red anymore. Dude, dude. She's, yo, she's an actress. I think <laughs> this is a perfect <laughs> casting call for Aver Marie. Someone get her. I even tweeted at her, like, send her the link of the Red Sonia. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it would be a great fit. Of course, of course you do. <laughs> you really?
0: Okay. If, never mind. I'm not going to get into Ta- it because you at least Ruth mentioned red wrestling. Red
1: supposed to be a beautiful, muscular woman. You at least mentioned wrestling
0: Avery? on this show. So
1: So, Right? That's got to be a step in the right direction. I will
0: take that all day long because we're not reviewing Survivor Series. We did preview it last week. We're not doing a review of it because Sam didn't get to watch it. So we're not going to do that, but... I'm happy he brought up wrestling in some capacity on this show. It always warms the heart. On top of being cast as young Dumbledore in the upcoming Fantastic Beasts sequel, Fantastic Beasts and Who Gives a Shit, Jude <laughs> Law will reportedly star opposite Brie Larson as Doctor Walter Larson, aka Marvel or Marvel. Oh, uh,
1: look, Greg pronouncing shit right.
0: He mm, must have done his homework. Captain Marvel's mentor. I mean, hey, I mean, I could just read. That's I think where I'm at in this well, point in my life. We'll see. Well, two but, L's, baby. It's not. It's Vel. <laughs> but. Except for Carville, I, I like Jude Law
1: as a young Dumbledore. I, I, I Did you I don't have know
0: yet. another semester abroad? Wow! <laughs> Funniest part about all that controversy going on in the world right now. Yeah, I may or may not have that tattoo, so for life, okay. I have brand new on me. Yeah, that's that. That, <laughs> that you I do, do.
1: My and it's, it's not like it's very small to cover up. <laughs> it's so like it's, it's, it's there forever. <laughs> But anyway, Jude Law's a good actor. Uh, I'll still wait to see him as a young Dumbledore because I hold Dumbledore in in high regard. You know, Richard Harris played him first, rest in peace. And then, I think Michael Gamble, I believe his name, took him over for the rest of the series. So we'll see how Jude Law does as Marvell. Okay, I, I think you can do a good job. I'm still waiting. This right. is, is Brie Larson, I think, is going to do a really I good job. I love Brie at,
0: She's fantastic.
1: Marvel, so. yeah, she's I'm fantastic. excited.
0: Lizzie Kaplan, speaking, oh, of fantastic, speaking of fantastic, she made the list. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie Kaplan joins the Gambit film as an unspecified
1: female lead. I mean, I haven't seen her in a while. She was on a show, Masters, Masters of Sex, of sex that, got, that got canceled. Sad to say with Michael Sheen. But a fantastic first season. Maybe even second
0: season. I, 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 I think it fell off a little bit. The, but.
1: Yeah, the last season was, I believe, the worst. But the first two were solid. First two were really. But really she good. is a, I, I think she's a pretty good actor. She's a beautiful woman. Just yeah. to see. I, I like that they didn't give the role yet. Who she could be on Gambit. So will, will she be a mutant? Will she be human? So uh, I'm interested.
0: Lord and Miller finally, finally opened up about why they left the uh, the Star Wars Han Solo film.
1: Craft services sucked.
0: They didn't like catering. Uh, Here's a quote. The experience of shooting the movie was wonderful, said Lord. We had the most incredible cast and crew and collaborators. I think in terms of us leaving the project, I think everybody went with good intentions. I'm sorry, went in with good intentions and our approach to making the movie was different than theirs. That was a really big gap to bridge and it proved to be too big. Sometimes people break up and it's really sad and it's really disappointing, but it happens and we learned a lot from our collaborators and were better filmmakers for it. Lord added that he and Miller are quote really proud unquote of the work they did on the film, and they still wish everyone involved the best.
1: So well, it's that, just that creative nice, give a nice little, nice little message out there, so it wasn't like too negative. But again, we are, I think we knew that it was creative differences. We know that Disney's very strong on where Star Wars should be led, so it's good to see that they they kind of left one well, like kind of positive.
0: And I think it's in good hands with with Ron Howard. Yeah,
1: I, I it's solid. It's just I mean, hey, like him, I would have liked to see where their direction would have went for the film, but. Didn't
0: happen. Yeah, and, and we know that The Last Jedi is going to be the longest Star Wars film to date. Well, now we know.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> we now know. That's, that's, it's only two and a half hours. So it's Which like, is
0: surprising that it's the longest one to date.
1: Yeah, kind of. Like, I'm trying to think, which Empire Strikes Back? That was probably, probably. the other longest. That's right. I, I thought that I was thought, already two I and a half. I would have thought
0: it was one of the prequels because they feel like they're long as shit. <laughs> At least the first one. At least episode one. Because that just, that just feels.
1: I mean, that, that's okay. Irrelevant. to To me, two and a half hours. That's that's oh, like long anything long. longer than that. I think's maybe too long. But it's already a like, I'm not looking forward to. Like I'm sure they As have much. Ex- Unless they do an extended cut that's three hours on Blu-ray, or something like that, I'm okay with it because I can pause it at my own house. I can kind of, you know, yeah, but do like- what I want.
0: But that's a, for a movie I'm already like losing hype for, when I'm sure it's going to be a great yeah. freaking movie. I'm but sure like, the,
1: the, the Star Wars fanboys are going to love every second. What, what Like Sean.
0: What, yeah, Sean, <laughs> MRC Tech, who uh, replied to our Instagram post this morning saying he also can't wait for 10 o'clock uh, on Disney XD for that Bogomaw movie, which is in 29 minutes, by the way. So we'll see. Uh, the Disaster Artist, which is James Franco and Seth Rogen's film about the greatest film of all time. The Room.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, if you have never seen The Room, you're doing yourself a disservice. I have talked about that film at length. Sam is shaking yes. his head with a no, smile.
1: like okay. I'm interested to see the review, though. This is a uh, this is a
0: not a biopic. More, it's a biopic. I of guess it is actually. It is made, a biopic of the making of the film. Yeah. So it's a making of the making of the film. It's it's a uh, James Franco is Tommy Wiseau, the director, editor, writer, lead actor for The Room. Um, James Franco's younger brother. Uh, is Greg Sestero, who is the other main character of the film. And it's basically Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero's story of how The Room came to be and how Tommy Wiseau birthed this into reality – to me, the greatest film of all time. The verdict, however, The Disaster Artist is a hilarious and heart-wrenching ode to our outsider art with a baffling story that would be impossible to believe if it weren't so apparently true. James Franco directs the film with sensitivity and painstaking detail and gives a fantastic performances as one of the f- worst filmmakers and one of the most unusual human beings ever. The Disaster Artist is a fantastic film about the making of an astonishingly bad movie. 9.3 out of 10. Wow. Amazing. I
1: mean, hey, James Franco's to go down. Actor. We like Dave Franco. Seth Rogen looks funny,
0: it, and the trailer's so it's, good. Yeah,
1: it's just I don't know. I just have no interest. You're out of your mind. That's just me. Hey, we have
0: tickets for the theater Thursday. Good. Night, I'm, I'm seven o'clock. I'm glad to see you I'm
1: glad to see it takes a movie like this for you in theaters. But Thor, because I well, nah. because
0: I could wait for that. Spider-Man, I can wait for I wait for all that. This is a making of the my favorite movie of all time. The Room is my favorite movie of all time, outside of that thing you do and Empire Records. That's my top three. You want top three? That's my top three. <laughs> and maybe Christmas vacation. Oh, it's, is, is, there's is, a go one. This is throws in the top in five. Uh, and uh, quickly. Okay, okay. And I, quickly, I, I won't argue with Elf you. is becoming one of my favorites. But anyway, the disaster is super freaking excited. Can't freaking wait. In theaters in two weeks, the hype meters are off the chain. Wow. I've been waiting for this thing for two freaking years at least. So okay. I'm super hyped for this. If you haven't seen the room, you gotta watch the room before. It's so hilariously bad that it's so good and brilliant in every way. Please go watch it. And Room Full of Spoons, the documentary about the room, has actually gotten its ban lifted from it for like copyright strikes and stealing things and free speech and all that good stuff. Um, but oh my god freaking
1: can't I, I wait. I hope you enjoy the film.
0: My I will. I will undoubtedly enjoy I, the film. I hope so. Because every trailer was hilarious. What James Frank, to me months. James Franco does a fantastic rendition of Tommy so I'm so excited. I know all the people out there who have seen The Room, which has got to be a huge majority of the audience by now, except for Sam. God don't, bless. don't know how you haven't seen that movie yet. I have no idea how.
1: It's easy for me.
0: I don't know how. It's just, it's, it's right there. It's right there in front of you. The Room, right there. Right Right next to The Happening at Samurai Cop and Samurai Cop 2, also starring Tommy Wiseau, by the way. That's my bad movie all, collection. I would say just
1: all the good movies, just all in one bunch. That's my –
0: Troll 2 is sitting right there too. Fantastic bunch of films. Uh, Colin Trevorrow uh, is the director of the Jurassic World sequel. He will be releasing he released – I'm sorry. He released a small – very small, six seconds, small, very minute. <laughs> uh, no no teaser, point even seeing it. Teaser of Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom on Twitter. In reality, it wasn't really no. a teaser for that movie. All it I was saw, just Chris Pratt petting I, a I, raptor. A, a, raptor.
1: It was a fake CGI raptor. So I was expecting. No, like, there's uh, real raptors. Yeah, in it. Right. I They're was actually like, resurrection. Oh, a small teaser, and it was like, it was like this six seconds. <laughs> this is what he gave us. I could have waited longer, but okay. It has
0: nothing to do with the film. It's just, yeah. It's probably footage left over from the first one. Because yeah. it's yeah, okay. you know, but great, whatever. It's reminding us yeah. that this film that, is coming. That
1: there's dinosaurs in the wild.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this film is coming, and I am super hyped for it. I can't wait, man. Like I loved. First of all, I loved all three Jurassic Park films, Same especially map. the third Same one because it's hot trash. I love Jurassic one, World. I love Jurassic World minus the uh, product placement, the really bad Verizon and Starbucks product placement. But I can live. it. Times are that. tough.
1: We need supporters. and Thirty-five sponsors.
0: years from now, that product placement is going to be irrelevant. Uh, except for maybe ET had that those Reesey PCs and they brought them. To and light. I
1: believe in Guardians Two. There was a Dairy Queen.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, that's how much that did for me because I didn't eat Dairy Queen since and I didn't realize that it was in there. So, but I do like little like if you're gonna do a uh, if you're gonna do product placement, make it subtle. Jurassic World went a little overboard. They how literally Power Rangers said...
1: Power with Starbucks or Krispy Kreme or Krispy something. Krispy Kreme.
0: Yeah. That was like was the something. plot yeah. to the movie was yeah. Krispy Kreme. Starbucks was in Jurassic World. But in Jurassic World, they literally say, Verizon Wireless presents Jurassic <laughs> World. Bryce Dallas Howard says it. And it's like, how blunt could you be with this? Uh, anyway, super cool. But Rashida Jones... She is from Parks and Rec. She was from uh, I Love You, Man. She was the love interest in I Love You, Man. She was a co-writer or one of the writers for Toy Story 4. Will McCormick was her writing partner on the project as well. They have dropped out of the writing for Toy Story 4. And originally, people had thought it was because of the direction the film was going in terms of it being like a romantic comedy and such. But – Uh, Rashida Jones and writing partner Will McCormick dropped out of their positions as co-writers, citing a culture at Pixar that uh, – I'm sorry, marginalizes women and people of color. So we don't necessarily touch on those type of topics. But if you need to know the reason, that is why they've dropped out. We don't hit on all that kind of stuff here on this show. We like to keep it family-friendly and – well, not really with the language. But we like to keep it at least uh, fun and upbeat but just know that they will be off of that project Uh, Moving forward. So best luck to them as they look to do other things in the writing world. And Rashida Jones is a phenomenal actress. Uh, 20th Century Fox is – I'm sorry. 20th Century Fox film is working on a follow-up to the Murder on the Orient Express film that recently came out. It's developing Agatha Christie's follow-up, Death on the
1: Nile. Yeah, the the movie actually got really good reviews. Yeah. Johnny Depp and all, and yeah. it actually made a good money. Johnny bonus. Depp and all, so it, it's hey, it's good to 15 see. Fifteen years
0: ago, he was the, the height. The, now it's
1: the, the, the spot I didn't read the uh, Death on the Nile, but the on the Express. I actually really enjoyed. I thought that was pretty good. I won't see the film in theaters, but if I catch it on cable, definitely. apparently it's getting pretty good yeah, reviews definitely. too. I definitely, I, to me, I think it's worth seeing at least once.
0: Comcast reportedly. <laughs> this is not from you know, it, it's the Wall Street Journal is a source, but yeah. and that's obviously. Um, huge in terms of source, but I I haven't really heard anything else outside of this original story, has reportedly joined Marvel in the running, not as a co-owner, in the running to buy Fox. So we could have a Marvel owning Fox, we could have Comcast
1: owning Fox, between huge giants. They they both have enough money for it, so it's it's anyone's game.
0: It just says to me that just Fox in general, though, like... Now, another bidder has stepped up to the plate to acquire Fox. We obviously know Comcast has NBC, yeah. NBC, NBC Universal, uh, amongst other uh, companies. And we obviously know Marvel and their tie in with uh, Disney yeah. and, and all that good stuff. So we have two giants in the industry looking to acquire Fox. That just tells me Fox is going to be sold.
1: It's, it's not it's, a matter of if. It's, it's, it's a only of a matter of time. Yep. I yeah, agree. Uh, I, I agree. Mean, I'd rather just go to Marvel.
0: But Comcast but we'll probably see. has the money to make that happen.
1: I mean, I. Like I, would, that. I I think both of them have the money to make it happen like that. Sure, but Comcast probably has a more
0: competitive offer on the table. I don't know. Or maybe
1: Fox's butter just doesn't want to go into Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) That's going
0: to be true. Yeah, you're going to make a good Fantastic Four film? We're out. We're going to Comcast. Out. <laughs> the upcoming movies uh, this week coming out in theaters, obviously we talked about last week Justice League just like destroying everything. Uh, nobody had a chance to I come think through. Co-
1: Coco, Coco, yeah, I think it Coco is, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know I, they might take it off to top spot. Believe it or not,
0: you, you really think so? Yeah,
1: I think so. So we'll find out next week.
0: Yeah, well, coming this week is going to be Wonder Wheel, The Tribes of Palos Verdes, Gold, F the Prom, and that's it.
1: Well, it's not none of the above. No, it's it will be Coco
0: or Justice League until Coco... we get to December eighth, when the Disaster Artist comes out no. and takes e- even that.
1: Even then, no, it's still going to be Justice League, Coco, and Thor. It okay, has
0: to be. in three weeks, no, I'm not going to do it. Okay, good. I'm not going to do it. I would. Good. Fine. No. Five dollars. No. Says Disaster Artist in its first week outdoes Justice League that week. No. Exactly. You're scared to no, calling myself. So. I
1: bet you. I'll throw a dollar on it. A nice, honest bet. All
0: right. We have $1 worth shaking hands. We're continuing to hold hands as we say this. The Disaster Artist on December 8th, its opening weekend, will eclipse the Justice League's that week. Not the Justice League's opening weekend. I'm saying that week that Disaster Artist will be higher. No.
1: No. Dollar, next.
0: Well, you're out of your goddamn mind. We'll see. Going on to the TV space, uh, there will be an adult-oriented Harley Quinn series in the works for the DC streaming service. There's two big pieces of news there. 26 half-hour episodes... And they're trying to get Margot Robbie to reprise her role as Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. Holy crap! what a story that's no, unfolded. To,
1: to me, it's it's another reason to get the DC streaming service. I'm, yes. I'm already going to get. Finally, it for, I for,
0: see a reason for me to do for, it
1: for Titans to do it. But I'm surprised. 26 episode season arc. That's a nice set of episodes right there. That's got to be.
0: That's got to be over two different seasons, maybe even three. That's got to be no, two 13s. Well, I, mean, I don't it know it if they're going to do not 126 straight straight.
1: cable shows, that's like their 20 to 25 episode season. This run is not a like cable. Show. I, I hear you, but it's streaming animated. networks it's do 10 to short. 13. But I mean to. To try to get more Robbie, that's pretty cool. I, I didn't expect that. I mean, I'd be happy if they just got the original voice for Harley Quinn for the animated series.
0: Yeah, I mean, Tara but Strong. as we know, DC has buku bucks. We all do. Oh, I yeah. mean, if they can drop shitty movie after shitty movie, they have to have budget. There's Greg Stabbing <laughs> DC movie. You missed. I'm very excited for this. So I think an adult-oriented, I'm thinking obviously language-wise. Of course, of course. Um, maybe and some violence. tonal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with it being animated, definitely helps that. Now, remember, we did have the killing joke that was supposed to be yeah. adult-oriented, and it kind of was no, – it was kind of tame. Yeah, it, it was that, rated R.
1: There was the, the one – obviously the one scene with Joker and everything. Yeah. But besides that, I think it was, it was PG-13, I think.
0: Yeah, and, and I think this is probably the same way, maybe PG-13. I don't think it's going to go into a realm of R kind of rated – I mean I know it's a TV but series. But we'll see. But you never know. I, listen, I'm excited for it as heck. I think that yeah. Margot Robbie is – she does a good voice. I thought her voice yeah. in Harley Quinn... While her jokes to me in Suicide Squad fell flat... She had a good She had a good, good, a good portrayal. Harley Quinn. Yeah. I think she I did a very good job in that role. I would like to see more of her. I would like to see how much they dive into her story... Before she became Harley Quinn. Back when she was just a doctor. Yeah. I would love to see that. For multiple we episodes. We saw a
1: little bit of it, but... Right. I'm talking about... Well, I know yeah. we
0: saw it in the, in the yeah. Batman in the animated series. But I'd like to see like actual episodes... The opening episode of her her, is not Harley Quinn. She is still just a doctor at that point, and she moves into it. We don't see the Joker as much. We I would like to see her, how she became the way she was outside of him. I know he had the major influence on her to become Harley Quinn, but I want to see the other factors in her life that pushed her in that okay. direction and got her. Maybe he was over the edge and was the biggest influence, but there had to have been something else dramatic in her life that I'm excited to see. Yeah, I and, agree. And they have carte blanche to do whatever they want with this because okay. their own freaking streamers And they have
1: 26 service. episodes to do it, so they have a lot of story to tell. At least. Dude,
0: yeah. that's the cool part. This could get renewed. And go on for, for a long time. This is a story that we all want to hear. Everybody likes. Name somebody who doesn't. She was the most popular freaking. Co- uh,
1: one, one of them. For, for the last Wonder two, three Wonder years.
0: Yeah. You know, she's the most popular Halloween costume. Yep. So good for her and good for DC for getting this right. DC has always done television yeah. fantastically, better than Marvel. Better than oh, a lot of people. Yeah. Better than uh, better yeah. than most.
1: Hell yeah! In DC's general, DC's got TV. Marvel's got the movies. Yeah, we, that that's is, no surprise.
0: I think that's definitely true. Black Lightning has a premiere date. It will now premiere January sixteenth, two thousand eighteen, at nine p.m.
1: I mean, I I don't know too much about too much about Black Lightning, but to me, he's always like the reminds me of Static Shock, the animated show that was on WB all them years ago. I'm still going to check it out. I have to. I didn't. Don't. I don't. I don't think I read anything too many reviews on it yet. But I think it'll give. I it hear a nice... they're going to cast Jamie Fox. Well, considering that they already it's... chopped the first season, but I'm,
0: I'm interested to he see you did Electro. I, it, I, Sam... I got, it I got was it. a joke
1: because he played I, a
0: similar character I,
1: for Marvel. I will see because I think the CW shows do a pretty good job now. Sure. Um. So I'm interested to see where it goes. It gives a little break from the the Arrow, the Flash when they're on their winter hiatus. Well,
0: hold on because we obviously have the big crossover episodes coming in the next two days. Which. I'll be missing on Monday. I'll DVR for you. If you want to watch it here, you can.
1: I'll, I'll be on on demand. Okay, but I see it on Tuesday. But thank you. Okay, you got it. Pal. Oh, Thanks for your can't.
0: dedicated dedication to the show. You know me. The, the big C. Dedication.
1: Uh, CW. Complete dedication.
0: Uh, we have complete. Oh, I'm sorry. We have DC. <laughs> DC. Big wow. two night crossover on the CW coming up Monday and Tuesday night with Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, all battling whoever the fuck they are. Um, I keep dropping F's. I'm really sorry, guys. We're, we've we uh, kept I it to one. Josh Michael, so yeah, know I know. Yeah, well. We, we've kept it to 1F most episodes in the past 10 weeks. Today was yeah. like five between the two of us. Yeah, we had a lot. Maybe three. Apologies. You'll be three. surprised when you listen that. I, I said
1: it twice.
0: Well, you'll be surprised. It. You'll be it's surprised. Okay. I think I'm at three. So that's, I think that's a good five spot. Uh, but anyway, um, we have that coming, which we know... We we know Arrow's quality. We know Flash's quality. Do you think you just said that they are doing well with their shows? Now, do you think Legends of Tomorrow has raised its game, and you think Supergirl is where it needs well, to be I, right I, now?
1: Supergirl's Supergirl star, like I said, I, when it first aired. It started off on a different tone, so it, it's still kind of on that. So it's not on like that the, the happy Supergirl. I mean, so there's there's some turmoil there. Arrow, I again is it's picking off again with last season. I think it's very strong. We know where I stand with season three or four, where it was the show's weakest. Flash's to me, it's kind of backward when it first started kind of more calmly to have more fun with the character and uh Legends of tomorrow is to me it's still the same i i'm still liking it for what it is it's just a little different having all these characters in one show but i'm i'm excited to see what black lightning does
0: the punisher from netflix and uh marvel has <clears throat> out it's been out for a week you've finished it in a
1: day <laughs> two days
0: two days a day and a half what did you think
1: I, mean, I guess it's no surprise. I really enjoyed it. Um, John Barenthal, even though I did not like him in The Walking Dead, like I always say, I thought he was not good as Shane. But for me, The Punisher is a perfect fit for him. 13 episodes, um, a lot of deaths, like you would think of The Punisher. Episode 12 always sticks out to me because there is a brutal death by the hands of The Punisher, quite literally. Um, he did a good job. Um, for me, there was still no Mark Spector, no Moon Knight. God damn it! Still haven't he- heard no news on it. Please bring him to goddamn Netflix. But I still think Daredevil season one is still my favorite. But for The Punisher again, you know, had its had its little issues, but I look past it. To me, it was a solid Netflix series, and I know Bree's on episode, I think eleven or twelve. She's also liking it. I don't think you finished it, but no. for what you saw, I thought you you the liked start, it. it was yeah. Pretty
0: good, yeah. yeah. I mean, I said it's the second best besides Daredevil.
1: Yeah, it's, Daredevil is still number one, but is this number two for you? Number two? I don't know. The I might. Defenders. Yeah, I just to see the whole the, the crew together. I liked it. It's it's either two or three. Easy, two or three.
0: Uh, <laughs> all I read for this next. Yeah, show, I don't believe. Did, did you watch? Are you caught up in the episodes of The Walking Dead?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was your <laughs> major I, death <laughs> All I wrote
0: was, bye bye Shiva The major death this season for The Walking Dead was the Shiva tiger and it, it, Ezekiel's tiger Shiva
1: And it, that probably hurt more than
0: Glenn and, and Abraham
1: uh, I don't know, I, I don't like to see people, animals People go. and animals Can, have a big connection Considering yes. Shiva basically saved them yes, Sacrificed Sacrifice herself. herself for yeah. everybody
0: um, I did not see the episode because yeah, apparently it. nobody else did The ratings are at its lowest since 2011
1: yeah, and I've read an article. It's like, is Negan ruining the show? Is he too, like, comical or just for the show or something like that? I mean, I, I love Negan. It's just...
0: Yeah, but we like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah,
1: right? and people are just buttered. It's a little bit different tone now. It, but it's different tone, but it's it's still Walking Dead fashion.
0: On social media, I'm seeing a lot of people saying they're, they're out. Um, one person in particular... Uh, said i'm it's official I'm out and then in the comments my DVR's filled up yeah. I had, we haven't caught up we don't care we're over it we're done oh, so a lot of people are agreeing whereas if I, we said this two years ago we would get shit for it aka yeah, I did
1: yeah you did i mean i'm I'm still begrudgingly watching it um it's still i could just care yeah
0: I, there I could not care any less than I do not at all
1: i mean i have i'm I'm in it this long I might as well finish it out yeah I, I hopefully now with the, well not hopefully but I spend my time watching
0: sports and Gordon Ramsay. That's what I watch.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, how long can the show go? Maybe another two two, seasons seasons and then wrap it up?
0: How do you wrap it up? Do you wrap it up like the Walkers win and everyone goes? Honestly. Because there's no end to it. Well, I'm pretty sure
1: Kirkman said, like, zombies aren't going to win like something something's gonna happen to find a cure magically something. if
0: you go on for ten seasons and all these characters have met their end and all these bad people maybe, and conflicts happen and at the end they just maybe find a, a cure
1: everyone dies and it's just you gotta repopulate the earth start over
0: a big bang
1: theory yeah, exactly like all done. and this is how
0: young Sheldon starts
1: and, and, the walking dead
0: is a prequel mind
1: blown <laughs> to young Sheldon
0: which is a prequel to big bang theory meaning that big bang theory is the end all be all of television shows <laughs> I'm okay I, with it. Ugh. Peaky Blinders season four premieres on BBC, and then now yeah. is expected to hit Netflix at some point this year.
1: I, I, I don't, I can't see it happening this year. Nah. It, it's too quick. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm so happy to hear that the show is finally back on. I love Peaky Blinders, which it to me that and Stranger Things would be the one thing keeping me coming back for Netflix. Yes, uh, Peaky Blinders is signed off for season five, which I believe it'll be its last. Tom Hardy is coming back for his little. His little cameo rolling. Is role he in the really season.
0: that difficult to understand in that show? That's yeah, what I've been hearing a lot of.
1: When I watched the show, I had subtitles on. Like every episode I have subtitles really? on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it though. <laughs> I, Killian Murphy's awesome in the show and every they cast Give the give
0: people a quick rundown of what that show's about. We talk it's, about it, it, it all the time. It's
1: based like loosely like on like the true story. I think it's in the nineteen twenties where it's like they're they're like a um, a little gang and they yep. kind of they their own like dealings An with Irish sports gang, right? betting and it's yeah it's it's
0: uh is it in you said 1920s i think Ireland? i think
1: it's the, the 20s and you know killing Murphy's character he was in the war he comes back you know he's like the leader of like their their gang and it's just they're always getting into shit and cleaning up messes and yeah
0: i like period pieces Dude, like it's,
1: that it's really good man i
0: look at boardwalk empire in the same timeline and now you have like i think of boardwalk empire and peaky blinders happening at the same time on opposite ends of the world and i
1: think how cool that but could be but peaky blinders it's obviously a lot more different and it's it's like dirtier grittier and you know you had sam neill the First season. I think it was in the first two Is seasons. Is it gory?
0: Is it action-packed? Is it it's, just dramatic? Is it's, it shocking? It's a little
1: bit of everything, to be honest. It's you know, not crazy action, but when there's some action, there's some there's some good fights in there. A lot of, I, a lot I, of language I, being thrown around, I'd assume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That drinking stuff like that. It's it, To me, it's it's worth a watch. Dave
0: Chappelle. Equanimity, the new special from the acclaimed comedian, will launch on Netflix
1: this December. Oh, he, made, he made a boatload from Netflix. I mean, I saw both his, his Netflix specials. I think the one that was in Los Angeles I liked a lot more than the other one. I know I forget where he was. He wasn't like Alabama. He smoked a cigarette on stage. That one I thought was a little weaker than the other one. But
0: I'm not a fan of Dave Chappelle so I, much.
1: He, he he had a couple jokes that were really funny, but there's a lot of stuff that he he just you know he's talking. about. hey, hey why not?
0: Yep, we bring this for you guys too. This is for you because we know that are some Dave Chappelle fans out there. Marvel names C B Sablowski. As uh, or Sobolski as the new editor in chief after Alex Alonso has stepped down from the role. Sobolski was Marvel's VP of International Brand Management.
1: Yeah, Marvel Comics took a little bit of dip in sales. Like they haven't been there, so I guess this is them just revamping, trying to get a new idea. We had we had, we had about two podcasts ago about uh, Michael Brian Michael Bennett leaving Marvel, to go to DC. So they're they're changing the a little restructure. Yeah, a little restructure. See, bring their stories together, something new, and I, I think it's a smart idea. Why not? Yeah.
0: We know nothing about the interviews yeah, of Marvel, yeah. so what, how can we be critical of this? Change We're not could insiders be good. in the Change industry. could be good. Uh, we are time to everyone's favorite segment, our favorite
1: segment, our new segment, the pick of the week. Well, I, I, I'm going to pick it again because I have to. I want to, guys, fuck the critics. Go oh see God. Justice League. And if you don't want to hear my, my little favorite scene, it's a minor spoiler. Just forward a le- minute. So here it goes. Favorite scene. Superman comes back. We all know he's coming back. Um, He doesn't come back the same, and like we kind of hinted towards, he may have a grudge of memories of BDS. So, yeah, him, him and Batman have a little scene, so to, to stop Superman, Flash is running towards Superman. And Superman, as Flash is running in Speed Force, you know, Flash, you, you can't really see, he's fast as shit, you can't, in a blur. So when Flash is running towards Superman, Superman gives him this slow-mo, like, look of him, like, following the Flash running. It's Superman's face, face and the Flash's look back of just... I will show you the screenshot I have on my phone. It was so freaking funny. I laughed. I thought it was the best scene, my favorite scene in the movie. It was awesome. I suggest everyone go see it. Fuck the critics. Another effort for seven. it. Get, <laughs> just see the movie support support the movie to me it's worth if you watch you know justice league the animated series if you watch any of that stuff to me this is worth a theater i saw it in imax 3d which i thought was was pretty damn good check it out stay till the end credits there's two mid-credit scenes i think you it's it's worth your money check it out
0: my pick of the week is not something i've said before nice job sam
1: just kidding. Sorry, I gotta I'm kidding. I'm kidding. got I'm to support DC. Someone's got to. I'm
0: kidding. Oh, nice. Good. That was a nice little self-aware moment for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, this new TV show, I'm already done it. We're already done it. It's a streaming show on Amazon Prime, and Amazon Prime TV is not as big as Netflix, not as big as Hulu, although I believe Hulu's content is not that strong for original content. This is a Prime exclusive, an original show. It's called Red Oaks. It is heartwarming and funny and addicting and set perfectly in the 1980s in South New Jersey um, about a kid who wants to go be an assistant tennis pro for a country club as a summer job. Uh, his girlfriend's an aerobic instructor there already, and the story that that unfolds and entails uh, as he as he grows up. He's a 17-year-old kid ready to go off to college, so his last summer before it, and actually, actually I believe he's 18, after his first year at NYU I believe even I believe he dropped out of NYU but point being uh, he decides to become a, a, an assistant tennis pro at a country club and all the tropes laughs ensue and you will cry and you will laugh and you will it's so good it's only 26 episodes total over three seasons two That's not too bad. first two seasons 10 each last season only six episodes only a half hour each episode it's it is a comedy show sure, but it's got its other parts where there's uh love stories and uh coming of age pieces and uh i mean breakups and and uh divorces and uh, all the things that you want in a show i highly recommend it especially if um you liked the, you know it's star- the the mom his mom is, is baby from dirty dancing oh okay He's jenny i can't remember her last name you you would know the dad i can't remember what he was in um but you would know the dad from the show you would know the main character Everybody else was in a relative unknown for me. Everybody else. Um, So I'm super, super happy to say that it delivered in a huge way. I didn't even hear nothing. I heard nothing about it. I never
1: even heard
0: the show. I I didn't do any research on it. I was at home. I said to Ash, let's go on Prime, see what they got. Saw it, clicked it three times, watched everything in just three sittings. So super excited about it. Loved it. We finished it last night. It finished in a very satisfying way. Finally a show where it ends for good, and you say, I am totally good with that. Uh,
1: that's a solid three season run. That's that's not the.
0: You see a kid who wants to be this, and then as he's growing in over three seasons, which take place over three summers, to now he wants to be what he truly, he finds what he truly okay. wants in life. And I, only over three summers. And it's not even him that came to that conclusion. It was the people around him that help him okay. get to that. And that's the story that I like to tell. It's a nice like journey. It is a wonderful okay. journey. Highly recommended to go check out Red Oaks. And also, um, <laughs> and also, uh, if you've never seen, I, I have to pull up his name real quick. One of the main characters in this show, um, my God, he is one of the funniest comedic reliefs I've ever seen in a show. And I've never heard of him before. Maybe you have. Ennis Esmer. Mm-mm. he plays a guy named nash
1: no okay no
0: he's the head tennis pro he steals it from a comedic aspect <laughs> so if you've never heard of it go check it out it's got about uh, out of 6100 reviews on imdb it rates a 7.9 out of 10 that's not bad um, it's rating. craig roberts is the main character you've seen him before Mm-mm. no i i'm I guarantee you have somewhere. He was in some stuff. I and then told you I didn't. I'm sure you have. You may just not remember. <laughs> and Richard Kind is the dad. Um, you've seen him. I know, of course. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, you've seen him in
1: everything. So, it's Ben City.
0: Yeah, there you go. Spin City was the major. I Fox. Wow, there you go. But that was episode 66 of the podcast. We're looking forward to bringing you the bonus episode with Danny Stevens from the audition this week. And then our next episode will come to you Thursday night, so a short week for us. We may drop it on Saturday because of the bonus episode. That's three episodes in six days that we need some room to breathe here. Um, But the next two episodes after this will be recorded on Thursdays. Uh, so, with that being said, we're excited to bring you the bonus episodes, uh, episode sixty-seven next week, and in one minute, the new Pokemon movie comes out. So, hopefully, we could have timed it perfectly. It.
1: <laughs> have a good day, everybody. We'll see you next week. Now, let's make some Bloody Marys, and we can play Pokemon in peace. <laughs>